please. Okay. This is the Views from the Seven podcast. This is everything I do. I'll smash any nigga in karaoke with this. This is an interesting choice. I definitely didn't. I didn't see it going here. I don't know what happened. What you thought I was gonna play like some Patty Labelle? I had no clue. It wasn't here though. How y'all doing? On my mind, you was playing this at any ignorant levels. Ignorant levels. Oh, yeah. You should carry go to. They the only black men that age like white women though. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my nigga Jace, man. <laughs> Y'all know who it is. We back. I think like the fact you said this is your karaoke go-to. Can't you see? It's bothering me for some reason. I think about you. <laughs> 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 I can't even do it. Go ahead, man. Because I need, I need a leather jacket. Nigga, I'm going all out. I'm going to yeah, put my leather, my leather jacket back. Yeah. Every little thing I do. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man one day man they don't make music like that no more man i was watching the uh what's my man that be doing uh remember I, what was that i showed y'all what uh he be doing the shit uh damn dj cassidy oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and he had them on there and i was like damn Ooh. i would hate to make music as a kid and you don't sound like that no more because it was like you know hey man you you know when they perform this they get on the stage and shit. Everybody thinking they finna hear Candy Rain and they hear these niggas. Every little thing. You know how to. You know how to. You know how when Charles Barkley stepped on that court. You ain't Charles Barkley. Right? You just look like. Every little thing I do, y'all. Oh, nigga, that ain't that. Hey, peace, y'all. This is the View Podcast. This you got to spend some joy with my homeboys. Ivan. What's good? Skinny. Yeah, yeah. He finally took that fucking mask off. I don't know what he was doing <laughs> right now. Yeah, and we have a very, 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 very special guest. Homegrown guest. Yes. I ain't even got no words to describe this man. I'm going to let him do it himself. Appreciate it, everybody. This is CJ Watson, a.k.a. Quiet Storm. Appreciate y'all for having me. Man. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm excited for this one, man. Uh, I, I'm going to get right into it. Y'all ready? Yeah. So I, I'm gonna go with Ivan. Ivan had Ivan had the spicy take. I had the spicy take. We had this. He had the spicy take. So we are gonna start right at it. Okay. So the, look, look, look. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Don't fumble now. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> you at the, the goal line? What you gonna do? <laughs> Mark, Mark Sanchez, baby. <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, so then it was came okay. Now we're talking about basketball, and the first name came out. Of, the first name in the discussion was yours. Mm. I said my standard wouldn't be that. My standard would be Marcus Banks. And so there was a back and forth. So for me, my reasoning is when you look when you look at your career versus Marcus' career. Um, I say Marcus is the standard because Marcus won a lottery pick mm. in a legendary draft, and to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, man, we back at it, man. We have some technical difficulties, technical difficulties. you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I mean, I'm get, 
Second down. Second down. <laughs> okay, so again, so the conversation was about what's the standard. So to me, to me as a father, if I have a kid coming up playing basketball, I'm looking at it. Do I want my kid to be uh, a lottery pick in the NBA draft? Or do I want my kid to be somebody who went undrafted and had to play overseas for four years and then got a crack at the NBA? That's and that's no that's no disrespect to your career, yeah. but me as a father, that's how I, if I'm a, if I'm a kid, that nobody dreams of being somebody that goes undrafted mm. and then having to go overseas and grind it out. So when you say the standard, that's how I'm looking at it. Like if I'm a kid or if I'm a, if I'm a father of a kid who has NBA potential, do I want my kid to be an NBA draft lottery pick or do I want my kid to go overseas and hopefully? have to play his way into opportunity. So, to me, Marcus is the standard. But you also are a proponent of it don't mean something unless you work for it attitude. Okay. So, what's the difference between him going overseas and grinding it out versus going lottery and then? Does that, but does that mean Marcus didn't work at it either? You can't, you can't tell me a nigga that, that go that go thirteenth and and mind you this is this is one of the legendary NBA draft classes. There's only three you talk about. You talk about ninety six, you talk about eighty four, you talk about two thousand three. For him to be a lottery pick in this draft class says a lot. And he 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 was an NBA vet. He played what seven years, eight years. That's an NFL career. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a it's a vet. Yeah, that's an NFL career though. To be, I, I don't think that's the, I don't think that's a typical NFL career. CJ had the longevity. But you think about it, honestly, I agree with your opinion because I, I would say Marcus is the standard, honestly, in my opinion. Because when I, when I was coming out, uh, me and Marcus had the same agent. And I was like, you know, I want to be like Marcus because he yeah. went lottery, blah, blah, blah. You know, he got uh, whatever. So I would say he is, the, he is the standard. But, I mean, it just depends on how you look at it. Everyone has their own opinion. But, you know, longevity in some cases d- does count. But, I mean, Absolutely. I, I really don't care, to be honest. <laughs> I yeah. don't care who people pick. Yeah. Um, I'm never one to put myself against Marcus or myself against Troy Brown. I want us all to succeed. Absolutely. I want us all to do well and put on for Vegas because that's, that's Absolutely. where we're from. So. Yeah. And see, see, this is the, the, the part that's, uh, I guess, now being able to speak to somebody that's so, that's so involved in it. Um, how do you guys take this argument mm-hmm. and not inherit it in some way? So, like, if you, as an athlete, if you go on the internet, there's a million of these conversations. Oh, yeah, yeah, every day. <laughs> right? So, how do y'all read these things and not take it to heart or not take it with you somewhere as, like, the locker room? I think for me, it's just how I was raised. I was raised not to really worry about what other people think about me, just kind of stay in my lane, uh, do what I'm supposed to do, and not really worry about the competition because I really wasn't worried about no one else growing up in high school or college. I was just worried about myself being the best version of me I could be. So at the end of the day, I see all this stuff, but honestly, I think um, more of my homeboys, my family, friends, that that nature, they get more caught up in the the rah-rah, the yeah, me against whoever else against somebody, but I really don't get caught up in it. So okay, but do, do you think that's, do you think it's natural for people to, especially in a city like like Las Vegas, where we don't have a bunch of yeah, yeah, for sure, we don't have a whole bunch of professional athletes. When I was coming up, only professional athlete I knew was Robert Smith. <laughs> he was my mm. coach at Gorman. That's the that's the guy who I looked up to. So he was the person who showed me the ropes, taught me how to box, everything. So I mean, he was the only professional athlete I knew personally. So yeah, I really had no other you know. C.J. Watson or Marcus Banks to look up to. Okay. So yeah, yeah. he was a he was the one. I can go up and ask him any questions, whatever I wanted to ask him. That's fair. Um, 
but and 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 you know having the initially when this conversation came out it was a it was a big conversation or whatever amongst my peers or whatever and somebody brought up Greg Anthony's name and for mm-hmm. me even though I know he's from the city he has no visibility right in the city at all yeah. so I never considered him right from Vegas yeah, yeah. like I've, I've never seen him active in the community right yeah. like we we know he went to Rancho we know he we, he went to UNLV but like yeah. as far as seeing him in the community doing anything for the community I've never seen him anywhere yeah. ever in my whole life. Yeah. So I'd never when he's when we, when you know because we have these conversations. Shit, it seems like every three weeks about who's the best to come out of Vegas or yeah, right. the top five, whatever whatever conversation is. I never bring his name up. I mean, I, w- I would bring his name up just because he made it that, to me. Because just making it is is cool and uh, good, but like you said, he ain't in the community. He ain't giving back like he should be. Maybe, but yeah. that's, that's everyone's opinion. Like he don't got no one really said you had to come back and do and give back. He didn't that's have true. To. That's true. People do it because they want to do it at the kindness of heart. I do it because that's how that's how I was raised. That's how I grew up, and I want to give back to the kids. Yeah. I want to be. I want to see the next CJ Watson. I want to tell him to do better than I did. Don't make the same mistakes. Things of that nature. I just want to see them be better than me. So it's all about you know their personal preference. Does it make you look? Does it make you look at somebody like I won't even say him, but just a person who a person who did actually you know figure out how to get there or, or figure out the key to, to being successful in this field but they didn't take the time to come back and, and share that knowledge with other people i mean i have some i feel some type of way because i'm from the the west side and i didn't yeah. have nothing i'm from poverty so yeah it does hit me to i don't like when people get a little money and get some coins and don't come back and give it back yeah i feel like you you're supposed to do that you're supposed to go back and share the knowledge share the wealth that's that's what it's all about that's not, what i feel like it's all about not even not even the money though like even yeah, not even the money. I'm just saying, just come back, give me your time. Yeah, I, I, I care nothing about money. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about your time, giving to these kids that who really need it, who really need uh, guidance, who need advice, who need just a hug. Yeah, the simple shit, the little shit in life. That's that's really what matters. The money ain't ain't nothing really. Absolutely, because I, you know, I being from here, like born and raised, like I've seen other athletes come back, even athletes who weren't from here. I would see you seen Sean Marion, you have seen, I've uh, heard Stacey Alderman's name in the, in the community. I've heard. Cass Kambala that went to yeah, UNLV. Yeah. Like, this is a dude from Russia. Like, right, you know, yeah. it wasn't nothing. But at least <laughs> right. at, at some point in time, he came back and gave back to the community. Right. Yeah. But somebody that's from the community, yeah, yeah. never showing his face here in any capacity, like, it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I feel the same way. Like, uh, that's why I think kids in high school should be giving back their time to kids, to different charities, uh, just so they can see the ground the ground roots up and, and know, like, when, once you get there, you know, your job is not done. You still got shit to do. You still got yeah. people Absolutely. to touch, uh, people to inspire, and it's just not about you and your paycheck. It's about helping the, the next generation. So yeah. was Rob Smith, was he the only one that was that for you? Yeah, yeah he was the only professional athlete I knew. <laughs> only one. What about Sun Sam? Oh, I knew Sam. Yeah, Sun Sam. Yeah, but, I mean, Sun Sam uh, obviously had his ups and downs throughout the throughout his career or whatever, but definitely Sun Sam was one also. Uh, but those two guys, and those two guys are always on the west side, so that's the only guys that I really saw. Okay. So. Okay. So you 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 said um, I heard you say something about um, you think kids in high school should mm-hmm. be groomed as such to give back, right? Yeah. And uh, being myself a, a AAU parent, your son is involved. Um, it has become almost big business without the money yet. Oh yeah. And. I could totally understand if a kid makes it but becomes so jaded by the politics once they start to understand it. Right. That it's like 
fuck y'all. Right, yeah. What do I need? I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And so, maybe that's why um, there's a reason why a lot of homegrown kids don't go to UNLV. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be why a lot of kids don't make it that far. I don't think the UNLV thing has anything. I don't think you don't think so? So why don't you think people go to UNLV? I, for me, from my from my own personal knowledge, and, and knowing enough guys who had enough Division One talent to play at UNLV, the consensus is they don't they don't put they don't put a premium on Las Vegas kids. Right? Yeah, I didn't get recruited uh, by UNLV. No, I, that, which is crazy. <laughs> Somebody who's a, who's a you know I, you were on the All American list. I don't know if you actually made that. No, I was a I was great All American. But a, you you yeah. made you were Nevada State Player of the Year what twice? Twice, yeah. Twice. Like how how can you not recruit the best kid in the in the right. city? Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. But like they'll they'll go get somebody. So somebody in the city who averages thirty mm-hmm. here, they will get a kid in California who who averages eighteen. Right. Yeah. Which is wild to me. Like why? Like why is he so much better because he's in California? So like they they put a premium on kids elsewhere. It's it's wild to think how many kids had Division One talent that never went to school here. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Shit. A lot of them. A lot of guys that either went to the league or had a shot at it, had a legitimate shot at it, but. When you ask them, like, did UNLV call when you know? Or, or, they, or they'll they say, UNLV waited until, you know, I had a Later. bunch of schools yeah, already yeah. looking at me. Right. Which is wild. Like, I, if I've been killing since I was in 10th grade, like, mm-hmm. y'all, y'all had the inside track on me. Right. But y'all not looking at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a homeboy who played for Georgetown. Said he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't hear from UNLV until he damn near was already signed. That's crazy. And this is, you know, I, I'm pretty sure you know who I'm talking about. But, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a lot of guys who had Division One talent who, who never heard from UNLV. Yeah, only reason I didn't go to UNLV because well, number one, I didn't get recruited. Number two, Marcus was there his senior year, and I felt like I was good enough to go into any program and start. That's the only reason I didn't go. Okay. So I, I ain't want, mad. I ain't mad at that. For nobody. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. I, I wanted to go play and start and and succeed or fail, you know, and do do what I had to do. But I didn't. I didn't feel like I wanted to sit behind nobody. I ain't mad at it. So that's the only reason. That's one of the reasons I didn't go to UNLV. Do you think? Do you think if they if they recruited you early on, you may have given them? I probably yeah. I, yeah, I, I wanted to stay home. Who don't want to stay home and play for their city? Come on, that's man. like having an NBA team. Like I'm, I'm gonna be pissed when they have an NBA team because I don't want it to play for the the Vegas yeah, team. Yeah, that's just I'm from here. That's what I want to do. <laughs> and this is when UNLV still had a level of you know their name still meant something yeah, as yeah. far as basketball yeah. at the time. So yeah, who what kid from the city wouldn't want to go play for you? Know right, exactly. Yeah, and the colors was dope, fresh as hell. I mean, yeah. Yep, and it was a Nike school, so you got. I seen a lot of exclusive Jordans. That man, you I would have rocked the hell out of them shoes. And for no other, for no other reason, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on, man. You know, be letting us down. And I, to me, they still, they still are. Like now, um, and they they just switched coaches, but I think they had they had Demarlo Slocum on the on the pre with the previous coach, yeah. and he kind of was seemed like he was getting the ball started on on putting a more folk another. Las Vegas alumni, yeah. um, that that has Division One coaching experience, and he was kind of putting a premium on, on trying to get the, the local kids right. here, and now he's gone. Yeah, yeah. he's back out to Utah. Yep, somewhere. Yep. So it's like now you start no, you starting from scratch again. There's nobody putting a premium on the Las Vegas kids that actually have Division One talent. So mm-hmm. it sucks. It sucks, man. So where? So how did C.J. Watson get his start? Uh, just playing in the front yard with my, my with my little brother and my dad. Just uh, just hooping, playing for fun. I never really played to make it to the NBA. When I see my dad, some I see my dad's friends. Sometimes they always tell him or always tell me that I always said I was gonna make it to the NBA. Yeah. But I was so young, I don't really don't even know. But uh, I, all I remember is just playing for fun, stay out of trouble, things that like that. So. And then so when did it? 
Yeah, just to stay out of trouble on the west side and not get into gangs, not uh, have my mama come pick me up from juvie, shit like that, <laughs> just just for fun, really. And I just uh, started getting good, started playing in leagues, uh, and then just meeting different dudes, playing with the best talent, wanting to play against the best talent, and trying to see where I fit in. So when did when did you notice or someone else, a coach or something, notice that, okay, he can really, mm-hmm. he can really hoop? I think like in uh, when I used to play a dude all the time, to play for the dog catchers, hen uh, mm. mm. and all that. Shout them, out to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Playing there, that's where I really got my start. I feel like playing with hen and dog catchers and uh, playing outside at Doolittle. Um, and really, I think uh, my sophomore year in at Gorman, I think really kind of let me know that I could play at a high level that I wanted to play at and yeah. that people thought I could play at. So. Just doing that, I think, uh, made, made me open my eyes to the bigger picture, which was college. And I knew I couldn't go to college without no degree or without a scholarship because my parents couldn't afford it. So I had to find yeah. a way to, to get there, and that way was basketball. Mm. Okay, so so the, the, the talk of the town is because you went there, uh, Gorman be cheating. I don't know how we cheat. <laughs> or I want to know how we not cheat. necessarily <laughs> cheat, but y'all should be playing a national schedule. What you mean? Well, okay, so or they take there, they take they take kids. Maybe after I, they have a way of getting kids. Maybe after my year or my like probably like around two thousand nine. It was, it was ten, but when I was growing up, it wasn't like that. It wasn't. Nobody, it wasn't like that at all. We nobody feared Gorman like that. The only person I tried to recruit to get to Gorman was Leontay Matthews. Tay Matthews. That was my senior year. He he didn't want to stay at Western. I didn't want to tell all his business, but I tried to get him to Gorman. That's the only player I tried to recruit. Mm. Other than that, it was just everyone that came there. Okay. Gorman, right, Gorman. We only had like four or yeah. five black dudes on our team. Everybody else was white. Yeah. We just made them tougher. <laughs> Gorman, yeah, Gorman, Gorman. They didn't recruit. They they were always recruited. But I don't think they recruited to the level they do now. Yeah, yeah, not like yeah, not like it's now. They when we when I played, we we just started getting national attention. We was like number twenty five out of the top twenty five, like. Now they like they playing on ESPN. We weren't getting into that. Mm. We was barely getting sweats and <laughs> mm. Adidas shoes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think going in they didn't before you got there. I think they had only one state once, once or twice. Yeah, Kevin Soares was uh, one yeah. of the better players. He's in my top five best players out of Vegas ever. Uh, Kevin Soares is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Soares is tough. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't knocking it. I ain't knocking it. That's, uh, that's the first time I heard that name. Okay. <laughs> Kevin Soares was tough, man. But uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, we we just started getting recognized like my junior and senior year because we had everyone. My junior, everyone was top. Everyone was D one, starting five. A uh, couple players off the bench was D one, so everybody was everybody was pretty legit, pretty good. But and then what happened? We didn't we didn't recruit nobody, dog. There was no recruiting going on. Yeah. <laughs> so so you. If anything, everybody started recruiting to go to Cheyenne and other places like that to beat us. Everybody starts starting the super teams. Zoe what was, was that year? To, that, was that 2002? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, my mom just wanted a better education for me. Like, I, I had no plans. No, it wasn't my oh, choice. So for you was education. Education, yeah, my mom, yeah. Athlete, yeah, athlete. yeah. And we, I got a scholarship, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What school are you zoned for? I was zoned for either Bonanza or Palo. Ooh. So I wasn't Good choice. sending me either one of those schools. <laughs> 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 my mom already had the plans. Yeah, mom's going to up. Yeah, good job, mom. <laughs> so, so. Was it your ball? Was it your ball that got you into Tennessee? Uh, I think so. A little bit of both. 
A little yeah. bit of both? Well, actually, my school, I, I wanted to go to UCLA. That was my dream school. Mm. Mm. I took a uh, visit there. I, I was going to commit, but the coach got fired like a couple weeks later. So that's the only reason I didn't go there. That was my school. I was wow. Going to. Who was it? Howling? No, uh, Steve Lavin was Steve there. Steve Lavin. Because you know, I love LA. I, I was like, this is home. This is where I want to yeah. be. Superstars, uh, Spotlight, Hollywood. That's where I wanted to be. So, but God had other plans. <laughs> so, how, how, how was that life? College life as an athlete? Mm. It was crazy. Uh, it was crazy. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> because okay, so you you played in the SEC, which is more so a football conference. Like yeah, did, did, our school was definitely football. Did, did did basketball get was about like was it known that basketball was like a distant second or was it like it was a, the very distant second? Like Tennessee football is like yeah. If you want to rob a bank on any day, that's the day you rob it on the Tennessee also, football on, game. on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's at the game. Mm. Small city school, but we definitely uh, our first my first two years we was terrible. But the second and third year, or the third and fourth year, we was we was pretty decent. Was Perlman in when you when you were there? Yeah, that was my last year. We was ranked number seven in the country. Yep. Okay. So we, that's when we started training into tra- transitioning into a basketball school. Okay. Before going to Tennessee, had you been in, in the city like in Vegas your whole life? Yeah, but uh, my parents is from Nashville, so I always used to travel back to Nashville all every summer. Okay, so it wasn't too much of a difference experience when you got to college. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a big difference. Only only big difference was like the the racism that I would. Uh, see it every day, uh, I feel mm. like. and then but other than that, it wasn't nothing crazy. I just I don't I don't really like the country like that. I'm a city boy, so I don't really like bugs and mosquitoes and all that kind of shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm off that shit. <laughs> Woods and trees and shit. Uh, yeah. I can see everywhere. I can see everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, so what kind of what, like what kind of racism were you dealing with? Just stuff you want. I'm, I'm not used to here in Vegas every day. Like just white people looking at you different, uh, staring at you, uh, going to certain parts of the city or, or certain parts of Tennessee where. It's a, you see KKK flags, Confederate flags mm. all the time, and people think that's that's normal. To me, that wasn't normal. And I don't, I'm not big on slavery and all that kind of stuff. So, I just uh, kind of didn't shy away from it. Just went the opposite way. Ooh, I don't know yeah. what I'd do if I. What would you do? Right. <laughs> you just roll up and these niggas just got KKK flags in the yard. I mean. To them, that's normal. That's what they was talking. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think talking right. about. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think talking about talking about races and racism is is completely different from experiencing it. Yeah. Right. So like when we see things on when we see things on the internet, um, you always people always will say what they will do until they're in that situation. Right. Um. You remember? You don't. You don't remember. Um, you don't remember. Uh, Trump's first. I want to say it was Trump's first. Um, when he was campaigning in two thousand. What was that? Fifteen. When was Trump campaigning? Something. Fifteen. Fifteen. In the. Twelve, right? Dudes in uh. Nah, it was fifteen. Fifteen. It was dudes in um. In in KKK attire, walked up to Cimarron to vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. I remember that. I was a, I was a grown ass man at that time. I'm talking being about being a kid, being yeah, a kid, teenager, yeah. Like us being in high school, I didn't experience racial shit. Like I didn't feel like the white people was looking at me different. I didn't feel yeah. Like the teachers and nothing looked at me different. I didn't feel like when I went to the store, people looking at me different. I felt no type of way. But then to go from that, and then you go to I think the first time. I think the first time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the. I don't even fuck with white girl. I don't even fuck with white girl. 
I think at the first time I experienced it, I was in my I was in my twenties, and I got called colored. Mm. Mm. Color. It's an old. It was a. It. It's a. I froze though. Like I was extremely upset at first, but I froze. So, I was servicing this 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 old white lady, right? I was serving this old white lady uh, near where Old Gorman used to be. Yeah, yeah. So I was serving this. I was servicing this old white lady, and um, she was like, uh, you know, not to get my occupation away, but like she was like, um, you're 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 way different than my la- my previous person I was servicing her previous. Right. And I was like, oh, you know, oh, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and and she was like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna tell my I'm gonna tell my neighbors, you know, you're a nice colored man." I was like, "What the?" F-? And I froze. And then afterwards, I was upset immediately. Like I I left work. I couldn't, cause it, she said it so nonchalant. Nonchalant, like what the? F- you're a nice colored man. So yeah, it takes you back. Like I see a lot of people, you know, are aggressive on on the internet, but when it's because it's not something you experience every day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, and when you finally hit you in the face, it's like it's a shock to you. Well, what do you do? Right. <laughs> Next time I'm a trip out, right. but that first time, <laughs> probably freeze. No, you ain't. You, you got. You got. You got harassed before. I mean, you got racially disrespected another time that you told us about. Oh yeah, he did. He told us early when we first started this. Like, Talk to me. When you was at work, and you was doing somebody else. I think you was on the other side of the town, the opposite end of the town. Okay. And you said uh, it's something, something to do with the, trying to get in the gate, and somebody said something to you. Oh yeah. But you gonna go get some of your homies? Oh, <laughs> uh, I was in Summerlin, <laughs> and this I'm trying to get into a gate. In the, I that situation was different though. Like I was going at her though. Okay. But, and I was like, you know, somebody ruined your day. You know, what I'm like, I have to service your whole community. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be in here if I don't have to be, right. but I have to be in here. But she was, she didn't want to let me in at all, and so. I said, uh, you know, I told her, I said, man, you know, it's early in the morning. Like, who ruined your day early in the morning? I'm not angry. You ain't seen angry yet. And when I do get angry, what you going to go do? Go get some of your homeboys? (laughs) I was like, what the? What what we on right now? But I handled that one differently, though. Just. (laughs) That was my second experience. I had the first time I completely just. But I think that's a shock. It gotta be a shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and I and I think the, the, the internet the internet um it's part of the reason I don't like seeing things on the internet because it uh when you what's the word? When you see something so much. Desensitized. It, you desensitize to it, but you're desensitized to it on the internet. It's nothing you've experienced. Right. Yeah. So when you do experience, you really don't know how to, you don't know how to process it. A lot, a lot like, of oh my God, this is happening to me. A lot of people will say you what they would do in the moment, but you don't know what the fuck you gonna do. You right. gonna you gonna get disrespected the same way this yeah, motherfucker right. in this video did. <laughs> going about your goddamn day. Hmm. So 
You go to Tennessee. You do your thing. That's all right. And then when did talks about entering the draft start? Uh, I was actually going to leave my junior year after my junior season and enter the draft. But uh, that's when Coach Pearl was coming in. I had a couple talks with him. Uh, he had a couple talks with my parents and some uh, general managers and presidents and stuff and said it might be best for me to stay. And uh, he said he'll, he'll I would like his offense, which was a running gun offense. And yep. I, I played well in his offense. I averaged like 14 or 15 my senior year and made a better case, I feel like, than I did. I would have did if I would have left yeah. that year. Mm. So do you – because you did four. Yeah. Do you see a, a distinct difference between – Oh yeah, you doing four in your in the one and done? Yeah, yeah, I feel like if you do one and done, it's mostly you know it's all about all about the money. I mean, who is really staying four years for money? You ain't getting paid in college. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think one and done. Some people just got to do one and done. It's like I don't know, Jason Tatum, Kyrie, uh, all those top athletes. You got to leave. You top ten, top five. What's the point of you staying? There ain't no point. Continuously dominating. For what? Getting taken advantage of. Mm. Ooh. Did, did, did you, Ooh. Did you do you feel taken advantage of in the college system? Yeah, I should, I should, give, I should be paid. <laughs> all the jerseys they sold, my not my names on the back, all that kind of stuff is yeah. All the money they made off of not just me, just any athlete. Yeah, especially because I was a uh, one of our best players on that team, and they uh, featured me and and the other player probably more than anybody else. So yeah, why why not get paid for it? I think. Uh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. We was the beginning, yeah, beginning piece of uh, Bruce's first couple years. Mm. Okay, so this is the this is the process. I, I I I'm very interested to know. Are you know are are you behind the scenes when it comes to the draft? Do you guys know the spots that you may be taking in? Yeah, we we look at the board just like everybody else. <laughs> Or you mean like from But do you know people? beforehand, like, I may be going here? Oh, yeah, your agent will tell you, yeah. You're like, I think with Marcus, because me and Marcus had the same agent, uh, Marcus went lottery because Boston promised that they they weren't going to draft nobody else, and Marcus didn't work out after that. Like, mm. You can ask him. I'm pretty sure he'll tell you the same story. But yeah. uh, my agent told me, they told Marcus, they called the agent and said, uh, don't have him work out with nobody else. And then they, they drafted him. He didn't work out no more, so. So I, I but that's a that, rare that's a rare case though. I think I seen something where they were saying that um they didn't think Marcus was gonna even be available by the time they got to the Right, team. yeah, yeah, yep. Because he was that good. He was he was a lockdown defender, he was fast as hell. He's one of the fastest players I think I've ever had to guard. I have never even guarded him that much in, in the NBA because yeah. we didn't play against each other that much, but even like uh, in pickup here and there, uh but just watching him on tape and film, even in high school I think I was a, a freshman just watching him blow by people, it was like it was ridiculous. Obviously, he was carrying the ball. <laughs> and I'm going to argue this with him, even to his face, that yeah. he was carrying every play. But he was still blowing by people. It was, it was ridiculous. His strength is everything. It was just, it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. So, the carrying so, part? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was hella hard to defend. You know, it's crazy. He wasn't even the top. He wasn't. He might not have been the top five player in the city his senior year. His senior year? I think he was. Think so? Yeah. Who was better than him? Kevin Gaines. Yeah, okay. Demetrius Hunter. Spider Burns went D one. Yeah. But I think I think Marcus in his case was better than, than Jason at his position. 
I mean, he he wasn't a point guard, but he did more. Marcus did more for his team. I feel like they they won. So that's yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Was Marcus even the best player on his team? Yes. You think he better than B Lang? Yes. In, in high school, B Lang was getting buckets. I think he was better than B Lang in high school. <laughs> I don't know. That's the argument. I don't know. What's he better? Than, what is better than Eddie Shelby? I, I love every Shelby game. Eddie Shelby and, and Kevin Gaines. I don't think nobody can mess with them. Shout out, shout out to Eddie, man. That's my uh, yeah. that's my son's coach. Okay, Eddie, um, legit, man. legit NBA talent. Eddie, Eddie had legit NBA talent. True, but um, man, yeah. So life is a motherfucker, man. Uh, so what what was that experience like for you? Sitting there, watching everybody get drafted, mm-hmm. thinking that you were, and then it doesn't come. Well, I knew ahead of time I wasn't going first round, so it was either second round or you know or nothing. So my hus- my hopes wasn't too high. Uh, yeah. My agent did call me and tell me that uh, Detroit was going to take me with the last pick, and uh, so I was just ready, waiting for that. And then that shit didn't happen, so I was just you know uh, discouraged. That's the only time I felt like I was going to cry over mm. basketball. Uh, yeah. That, mm. that and when we lost the state championship game to Western, <laughs> my junior year, and that's the only time I felt like crying. But other than that, those uh, I never really cried over basketball but that that was a moment that kind of really hurt me and I didn't want to play no more so ooh that's tough uh my parents uh my mom was there my dad was there when, when I when we was watching the draft together and uh just hearing my name not called and, and thinking it was gonna get called just just kind of them putting their faith in me and them not letting me give up mm. so what was the what was the process like afterwards and uh, I and now before you even get to that okay so I know you're you got to be a fan of shit talking. Yeah, yeah. Do you think or have you experienced do athletes talk shit about the things we wouldn't expect? Uh, what you mean? So like, like if you have a rival on the court, yeah. <laughs> and then you go undrafted. Mm-hmm. Is he talking shit to you about it? Not about that, no. Not about that. Okay. I don't feel like at least I never Oh, uh, well, actually, yeah. We, I, no, no, they they do. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one game. Uh, I had a good game. I had forty points. Uh, and Kevin Martin. Uh, I don't know. You remember Kevin Martin? Yep. Sack? Yeah, life game. Yeah, life game one. So I was busting his ass the whole game. He was mad. I think he got traded at halftime. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I got yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was one of those years he yeah. got traded while on the bench or something like that. But. He was, a, he was, he was, a, he was a one-time spur. You feel yeah. Me? But uh, yeah, he was mad. Uh, he was mad. I kept getting buckets on him, and he just said, uh, "This dude is undrafted or something like that." And then I just ran down the court. So I didn't really hear the rest of what he said. But they they do be bringing it up. I'm sure. Right. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I, I could just that stash I could just imagine because you know I'm just I'm a I'm a, a goals gym twenty one nigga. You feel me? <laughs> But even my shit talking can get. But where does the shit talking stop? That that's why I want to know. Kind of don't. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you see, I was, see I now you tell- going outside. <laughs> I was telling them like I used to be the dude like if we playing twenty one or, or, or threes or fives whatever it was. We busting your ass. You gonna know about? And it. then the dude that got zero. <laughs> We're trashing him the whole time, like right. disgusting. <laughs> and then, just like that, I'm that dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the shit talking, 
I don't think it ever stopped. <laughs> Especially if we had something on you. Right. So I can only imagine because the NBA players are, are experiencing a bit more mm-hmm. <clears throat> that the the shit talking can be at like a hundred. And I don't know how y'all hold the the camaraderie, so to speak. It's not really a camaraderie like you would think. Mm. It's not. Mm. Uh, I would have to say Rondo. Really? Just battling against him in uh, college. And then I had a couple NBA workouts with him like during the draft. And I thought I did well against him. And I always played well against him. But he always brought the, like, the best out of me just because I thought he was – he's not – I thought he was overrated, but he's not overrated, I guess, at the – at the now, obviously. I think Rondo will be an – I think he's going to be an amazing coach. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. He's going to future Hall of Famer. Easy. He's going to be amazing. You think he's – yeah. You think so? What? You don't think yes. so? Easy Hall of Famer. It's <laughs> not even a question. <laughs> we got two, three? Is that, did, three rings. Is it? it <sighs> so if you question his Hall of Fame status, is D-Rose a Hall of Fame? Absolutely not. Why? He is the... He's the best case scenario... T-Max, before you answer, T-Max in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) Iris is in the Hall of Fame. That is unfortunate. (laughs) Why? T-Max was cold. Durant before Durant. I don't don't take the Hall of Fame as serious as it once was. Mm. Because now it's it's become a popularity contest. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's become a popularity contest, and it becomes, if you win these amount of rings, you're automatically... In the yeah, who's in there? That you, other than maybe Yao Ming, which China, I get it. Other than Yao Ming, <laughs> who's in the who? Who do you think got a spot that didn't deserve one? Iverson. Iverson not a Hall of Famer. Absolutely not. not oh to, my god, not to me either. But <laughs> not to me either. I think for what he 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 now he deserves a BT award. No. <laughs> for what he, for what, and nah. you gonna always get that. <laughs> no, I'm saying for, for for what for what he brought to the before for what he brought to the game, like the way he dressed, his hair, the tattoos, the crossover. I'm talking about the game, like points. I think he was. I think he was extremely tough. I think he was extremely tough. A one of one, especially how small he was. Mm-hmm. But is that Hall of Fame deserving? Yes. Does someone like that? He's pound for pound the best player at his position. At the two? His size. His size. At the two? His size. Who's better than him? At? At his, but you keep saying his size. That's what I'm though. saying. For his size. Right. Yeah, but is that Hall of Fame? Is that supposed to get you in the Hall of Fame, though? How many points have he scored? <laughs> um, I don't know if that's off here. He's at least top 20 in the... All time sport uh, points. Yeah, but he had he had a team built. He had a, they had a t- they built a team around him with no scores on it, not a single score. You don't need one when you got him. Clearly, you do. <laughs> he got him to the championship against the weak ass Lakers team. Whenever I have this conversation about Iverson, I ask people to talk to me about his career without that one season, and nobody can do it. I think I think Iverson was influential. He's a dog. I'm not taking that away from him, but I think that was a popular. Vote. When I look at when I look at the Hall of Fame, to me, it is players who, bar none, transitioned and won at the highest level. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't 
I don't get that from him. I see Iverson more than T Mac. I don't see T Mac at all. I don't see T Mac at all, unfortunately. And Grant Hill too, right? Grant Hill went in Grant Hill. Hall Hall? Uh, I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame yet. I think Grant Hall is in the Hall of oh, Fame. He, he, if he if he did if he's That's not now, what, he's coming he's up. What if? Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I don't those are what ifs to me. Not like a uh, a Jordan, uh, a uh, Shaq. But you name uh, all top dudes. Go back to like all the other guys that's in the Hall of Fame that we don't even know about. <laughs> but when you look at them, they they did something that transitioned. What did Havlicek do? Because he's a great scorer. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> he's going around the whole court with his right hand. If the ball didn't touch his left at all. Crazy too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like these dudes didn't do shit. <laughs> but for their time though, like. That's Iverson did something for his time. I think if I okay, you, did, you didn't try to cross over like Iverson at the park. But that's influ- no. that's influence though. But that's a move he did in the game, not just once. He did it. It's Patton. He was hitting everybody with that shit. He only got away with it for what two years, and they started calling him Palmy, right? Yeah, they did. But still. Who, who would you be? Who would you say is the equivalent of Iverson today? Someone even close today? Ooh, I don't know. Iverson is Monte Ellis with better publicity. I, no, he's way better than Monte. Without the without without the influence, Kyrie is the, the way we look at Iverson yeah, is the yeah. the way we look at Paul George is the way we should look at Iverson. Why not? Extremely talented, God gifted, but six, was eight, he's six nine? Six, ice eight. cold, ice cold, ice cold all the time. If Iverson wasn't scoring on you, he was a liability. For sure, yeah. That's all you had. That's all he was. So without with, without his without his influence, he's Paul George. So is it was it his influence that got him in the Hall of Fame? It was his game. He was cold. Okay. I we'll go back and look I, up the stats too. I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I ain't saw it on Iverson. I before Grant Hill, before T Mac, absolutely. If you let them in, of course you got to let Iverson in. Now to me, if you win, if you win, if you win one, regardless, I think. Because of how the rules are now, Robert Ory is cheated. Robert Ory should be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he should be. Yeah. Because now. You think he should be in there? Because now. now I, the I, ring, view, I view winning as, as championships. Yeah, yeah but you was, ne- you was never. You were never. The, you were never the main guy on the scouting report. You weren't even the second guy. Th- maybe, maybe, not even the third guy. Nobody's getting you. We're not game planning to neutralize. Hit, who hit all the big shots? Yeah, you hit the big shot. You hit all the right. big shot. If, I, I if, if Allen Iverson's influence got into the Hall of Fame, those big shots that, that Rob hit. Should have got him in. Robert Ord does not deserve. But, okay, so so today, so today, what I'm saying is, in today's time, one ring will get you talked about, regardless of your place in the NBA. One ring will get you talked about. It's almost like if you get two, you're for sure Hall of Fame. Not, not necessarily, because Steve, if that's because Steve Kerr will be in there, Derek Fisher will be in there, Robert Ord will be in there. There's a lot of guys that have won multiple see, championships. That's, that's, that's back then. I don't think those guys will never get in because they. They were behind Titans. Yeah, they played with the big dogs. I'm talking about yeah. now. <clears throat> I don't think Draymond going to get in. Shit. Should never get in. I don't think, Dray- I don't think Draymond going to get in. Watch. Yeah, he'll probably get in, but he should never get in. But that. It, That's because he's on the team with the what everybody talked about. I don't think he's going to get in. All three of them are for sure. Yeah, he's a in. for sure Hall of Famer. I don't know why, but. I'm a reserve judgment. I don't think I don't think Draymond getting it. Clay? I think so. So, Okay. You go overseas, cause we gonna we gonna we get we gonna we gonna get back there. We gonna get back. <laughs> we gonna get back there. You go overseas. What was that experience like? Uh, it was rough. I went over there 
21 year old 20 year old uh by myself different country does anybody speak english uh broken english if you Where heard you that first i went to italy Italy for six months and then Greece for two months. Oh my god! So um, <clears throat> and then every month I had a new, new coach. So it was it was hard transitioning because once you try to learn this coach's uh, priorities and his uh, ins and outs, he get fired. And you got to try and learn the same thing from a new guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they was they was out of there. They don't care. They don't play overseas. <laughs> wow. And, uh, but it was tough though. But uh, and that was that was the second time I wanted to quit basketball. And my parents was over there for my birthday in April, mm. uh, visiting me. And I told them I you know I didn't want to play basketball no more. I just want to go work and uh, start a career and see see how that should go. And then they was like, no, you came too far. You're close. You're right there. Just keep it up and. Uh, they kind of just kept pushing me. So how was how was the country though? How was how was Italy as a country? Italy was cool. Yeah, I love Italy. Uh, I always love like pasta and pizza and stuff like that. So <laughs> I was I was I was in heaven. <laughs> what city? Uh, Reggio Emilia. It's like an hour outside of Milan. You probably never heard of it. It's real okay. small. Okay. And then uh, Greece, I went to Thessaloniki. <clears throat> now, in in from my understanding, the Greece fans are some of the worst. Yeah, they are. They throw pennies and stuff at you. Pennies, lighters, pennies and batteries and shit. Man, any, anything. Yeah. That's not worse. That's aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. If they take uh, sports over there like like it's uh you know like the air they breathe it's, it's serious over there they don't they don't play and think about it, you only play once a week so they got the whole week to think about it think about the loss everything who was the uh y'all, y'all, you don't remember you don't remember back in the eighties um and I think that was the first case that actually scared me like to go over there and I don't even play sports remember I think it was back in the eighties his last name was Escobar. I was talking about Columbia, the Colombian soccer player. He kicked the ball in the wrong goal, uh-huh. and they, and they oh, killed yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, they don't play. I mean, they don't play over there, man. They take that shit serious. <laughs> you mess up, you want? Hell no. <laughs> That's why and they won't pay you. <laughs> and you can Greece? sue them all you want. And then you probably never get your money. Wow. Did they pay you? Yeah, I got paid. Yeah, because I've, I've heard niggas not getting. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, like my last place I played in Turkey, uh, they didn't pay us, so I just left. I was like, I'm not staying here no more. I'm out. Yeah, for my for my honest, am I? I will talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, I left. I said, forget this. Bought my ticket the next day. I was out. I, said, I don't need this. <laughs> so when did when did you get called? When did you get word mm-hmm. that you was on your way to the NBA? Uh, so when- I so after my first year overseas, I came back. Uh, I just had a daughter, so I didn't want to keep going back and forth overseas or whatever. So uh, I decided to stay in the G League, try the NBA thing out one more time. If it don't work. Like I said, I'm gonna start working somewhere else. So uh, played in D League for like a month, and then got a call up around January 7th. Okay. So Rio Grande Vipers, right? Yeah, yep, yeah, Vipers. Yeah. How was that? It was cool. Yeah, I liked it. It was a city called McAllen, Texas, uh, right by the border. So it was all I did was just play basketball and lift weights. That's it. How How is the? Because you hear stories, but like firsthand experience, like what's the how's the difference between the G League and the NBA as far as like uh, it's probably way different now. But when I when I did, when I was there, uh, it was our team's first year. We was traveling on buses. Uh, we took like maybe one or two bus trips, so it wasn't bad. Everyone else's flights, it was cool. It was like a commercial flight. It wasn't it wasn't you as did, bad you, as people think. You did two stints with with the Spurs G League team. Why weren't you ever a Spur? I wanted to be a Spur. I did. I never played with the uh, their, their G League team. I only played summer league with the Spurs twice. Oh, summer league, yeah, summer yeah. league. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I know the Rio Grande team was the Spurs affiliate. No, that's uh, Rockets. Rockets. Ah, okay. It was Rockets in New Orleans at the time. Okay, so okay. summer league. Okay. Yeah, but I wanted I wanted to be the Spurs. I thought I, I fit they your uh, game pedigree absolutely yeah, to the T. So I was like, you know what, this is where I want to be. They but they couldn't. They kept telling me if we cut Bano Udra, 
which is their backup point guard. They would sign me, but they never did. <laughs> and they still cut him at the Yeah, wrong they cut time. him like, yeah. He ended up balling out a little bit. He ended up balling pissed. out a little bit. Ooh. I still get mad when uh what's my man's for uh on Miami? Point guard from Miami right now. Goran Dragic. Cut his ass fast. That hurt. Mm. That hurt. Mm. Well it hurt. <laughs> so what was it like? What was it like to get that call like you in the league? It was cool because uh before, like I said, the whole that whole month I was playing well, got player of the month. Uh, our mm. team was like number one in the league. And uh, my agent kept calling me and saying, you know what, uh, this team like you, this team like you, but they don't want to pull the trigger yet. So I was like, you know what, just don't call me until we have a for sure answer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm tired of the back and forth. Uh, so he, I didn't talk to him for like two weeks, and he called me uh, and said uh, – actually, it was two teams that were supposed to call me up, Charlotte Bobcats and uh, Golden State Warriors. So uh, I guess the Warriors jumped faster. Yeah. But I'm glad they did. <laughs> <laughs> Bobcats was terrible. Did you – I know I didn't. I know I didn't. Were you a believer in Steph when you first seen him? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I would say more so in his shooting ability and playmaking ability, but like overall, like game, uh, I would say yeah. Only thing, only weakness he probably had was he was like scrawny. Yeah, and he didn't play no D. But other than that, I mean, he still, I mean. He still don't play on defense. <laughs> At least he tries now. I don't think I he, see him giving effort now. Like back then, it he never even steals like a year or two. I think that's what I'm saying. He gave, he he gives effort now, but it's like, but I mean, <laughs> who plays defense in the NBA now? Yeah, Average Pat Bev. Who? Pat Bev. Come on, man, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you not fucking with Pat Bev. Yeah, he will get. Pat Bev no. be wrestling, man. <laughs> he just be talking. That's all he do. Schroeder. They all gamble. That's all they do. Hmm. So you don't feel like there's no real defenders in the league? No. Name me, name me five. I think Kawhi got exposed going to L.A. Kawhi, Paul George. That defense shit went out the window when he left the Spurs. Oh, he turned into offense. Turned into the claw. <laughs> uh, there ain't no defenders in the league, man. Pat, Not like it was like in back in the 90s and the 2000s. Well, the greatest defender ever is still in the league. Who? Draymond Green. You Come heard on, him. Man. You heard him. Come on, man. Top <laughs> That's he, what he, he said. Was high that day. <laughs> That's what he said. He said. He said. On, <laughs> Who was the winner? best defender you've ever you've ever played with? I've ever played. Uh, I would say Tony Allen. Mm. He's in my top five defenders. Give me a top five defenders. Uh, I don't like Bruce Bowen, but I throw him in there. <laughs> uh, Tony Allen. I would say Ruben Patterson. Just because. Wow, I ain't heard that name in a long Ooh. time. What was he, the Kobe stopper? Kobe supposedly, stopper. Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I would say, like, the Kimbe and. Uh, uh, maybe, like, Alonzo or something like that. Okay. No. Oh, yeah, GP. I'd be forgetting. No, Rondo? I'd take GP over Rondo. Mm. Is it because he's taller? As a defender, I just like when people get up into you, talk trash to you. What about him, Banks? He didn't do all that. He didn't not, do all not that? aggressively like GP yeah. did. Okay. <laughs> What's the? I know that label gets put on KG a lot because of the Cheerios. Who is the best shit talker mm. that you've experienced? I'll have to say my old teammate Stephen Jackson. He used to talk shit to anybody and everybody. For no reason. <laughs> he would talk shit. Uh, I think remember one game, uh, we was playing the Heat, 
And D-Way said something crazy. He didn't say nothing crazy to me. He just said something. And then Jack came out of nowhere, ran all the way down the court and started talking shit to him on my behalf. <laughs> For you? <laughs> so I know he was he was about that life. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> he was killing for the Spurs too. He was always a, the the weirdest Spur ever. Y'all ain't want to pay him. Yep. He was just uh, he was the weirdest Spur. He was ever. an outcast. He didn't fit. He didn't fit with the he Spurs. Didn't, he didn't. He didn't fit the culture. Right. Yeah. yeah. Y'all should have paid him though. <laughs> I believe so, but I mean, I think he wanted to. I think he figured he was. Well, I'm not even gonna say figure because you're in the NBA. Like he said. In the beginning, you ain't going to be behind nobody. That's mm-hmm. just how they roll. I think he felt he was better than Ginobili. Ginobili That's why he got started? cut. Ginobili is a starter, though. He's a starter, but he wasn't but starting he was, That was because he was doing that for the team, though. Right. But he's a starter anywhere else. Michael Finley I should have been on the bench. Michael Finley was a should amazing been on the bench. shooter. Should have been on the bench. He was an amazing shooter. He wasn't better than Steven Jackson at the time. Steven Jackson was in his prime. Start start Steven Jackson. You put Michael Finley's ass on the bench. You think Michael you think Steven Jackson was a better shooter than Michael Finley? He's a better player at that point in his career. Is Steven Jackson a better shooter than a Michael better pure Finley? shooter? No. He was a better athlete. He was a better defender. We need it. I'm like, oh, I forget about running test. Too. He was out here for the celebrity game. I felt bad for my man. He was puffing it. <laughs> I said, hey, man, life comes at you fast, boy. Them Martez niggas crazy. <laughs> I, I never met Ron, but I met his younger brother, and that nigga was. Oh, my goodness. He, he, <laughs> oh, my God. I got to say his name. You already know. <laughs> Dude, niggas is off. Good dudes, but hey. <laughs> was there, <laughs> so, was there, any, was there anyone in the league that got you off your game? Hmm. I don't think so. Nobody? Uh, mm, I don't think so. So you just stay level-headed? Yeah, even kill. I mean, you could talk shit to me, do whatever. It really didn't it really affect me, I don't think. I just hated, like, little guards who picked me up full court. That's the only thing I hated. Because mm. they would get up under oh, you. So that's why you don't like Pat Bev. No, no, no. He didn't ever pick me up full court. Yeah. Yeah, he's the like, same height as me. Probably like an Cause inch Because me, like, when I be watching the game, right, and be players be having real, real, real off nights, Mm. And sometimes they just credit it to an off night. I'll be wondering, like, who got into his head? Right. Or who said something? Or who was he going at but lost that battle with? Right. That type of shit. But the narrative is always, oh, he just had an off night. But, yeah, I. Or he could have went out, you know. Girl could be tripping. I mean, it's a whole bunch of things. So, <laughs> so with, um, with you coming up in Vegas, and this is just me thinking of DB all the time, who uh, pick up? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, me on the team or off the team? Okay. Uh, I would say Kevin Soares. I would say Kevin Gaines. Uh, I would say Justin Burns. Uh, Justin or Jason? Justin. Mm. Justin was nice. <laughs> I'm not saying he was. I don't know if he. I don't know if he's nice in a big spider, but okay. Uh, I probably, I probably would take his dad too, honestly. Three killers, three killers. I mean, my fault. Three nice basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to Wait, what? Uh, yeah, Nothing. Yeah, We're we'll talking yeah, about, yeah. <laughs> about that off the mic. <laughs> you so fucking ignorant. We're talking about that off the mic. Go ahead. 
And uh, that was four or five. That's three. That's three. Kevin Soares, Kevin Gaines, Justin Burns. And uh, I would say for pickup, uh, I would take Marcus too. Marcus and I would take Jason Carter. They need a big man out there. Ooh. That's the homie, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I everybody think Big J is soft. Big J wasn't soft. We had to we had to force it out of him, but it wasn't it wasn't like a he should have been doing it on, every, on a nightly basis, but he wasn't. That's why people was probably thinking he's soft and mad at him. But we definitely had to push it out of him. Like it was it was tough. He should he 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 could have went further than what he did. Should have been the league. Should have been a hundred million dollar player. How many of those have you seen? Uh, probably a lot. I mean, I didn't think I was gonna get to where I got, but even. I think I was, like I said before, I, I didn't think I was the most talented. I just worked the hardest. There's probably a whole bunch of more players, more talent than me that should have had the shot and uh, just didn't get that chance or opportunity. So you talk about opportunity, right, and um, uh, being um, an AAU parent, right? Um, do you think any of these kids have a real, real realistic shot now because it's so way bigger than – Hey, you is like a different animal now. Yeah. And I don't <clears throat> Do you need Do you need to kill in school now if the majority of these people are going to your AAU stuff? No. Uh, now I feel like now it doesn't even matter what you do in high school. It's all about AAU. So do you do you feel like like how you uh how you came up? Do you feel like a lot of these kids have a shot? Mm. Uh, I don't know, but you gotta be honest with yourself. <laughs> I feel like there's only 400 some players in the That's NBA, a fact. and it's how many kids trying to get there? Millions and millions and millions. So the the percentage is really low. Yeah, a lot of things got to go right for you to to get your name called or you know sign that contract on the, the piece of paper. So um, I feel like everyone got to have a backup plan. Like me, I even had a backup plan. I didn't think, like I said, I never thought I would make it this far, but uh, I always had a backup plan just in case yeah. things didn't work out. So. You got to definitely have that backup plan. So, do the grind really outweigh the talent? Uh, yeah, for sure, yeah. I think so. And today? 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 Uh, I think today's players or type of athletes are catered to. There's a lot of yes people that always just give them the, the answers, and they really don't have to work for it. There's everything just given to yeah. them on the platter. Uh, but I think the – the grind will will eventually show out in the, in the end. Because, mm -hmm. I, I mean, we talk about because social media is so prevalent now. It mm -hmm. wasn't that big when you was coming up. Right, yeah. But because social media is so prevalent now. Don't disrespect Black Planet like that. You know, I'm not going to let you disrespect <laughs> Black Planet like that. <laughs> because social media because social media is so prevalent now, I can post a, a, a video of someone doing a crazy dunk. Yeah. And that could influence people to look at him like, right? This is going. This is this kid right here. Gonna yeah, be something so different. much upside. Bingo. <laughs> Does that take away from the kids that are really, really grinding, but don't have those same opportunities? Yeah. Like you was coming up, a kid from the west side, right? A kid from the west side that unfortunately doesn't have a lot. That's playing for the dog catchers, right? Mm -hmm. But now you had. You have another kid that he may be able to dunk. Ain't as good, but he may be able to dunk. He has the internet and he's working social media. Which kid is going to get those experience? I mean, those opportunities now. Probably the one that you said like on social media. But I feel like, like I said, in the end, uh, if you can play, they're gonna come find you. That's that's my that's how I think about it. 
Um, and you just got to take advantage of your opportunities in those moments where you're playing in tournaments, where you're playing, you think nobody's watching, but somebody's yeah. probably watching. So, so many kids, that's, that's the shadow, though, because like you said with social media, so many kids is playing in the shadow because you have the, the, you know, the ball family or mm-hmm. stuff like that. You have these kids that are amazing uh, social media athletes. Mm-hmm. And then the kids that's under them playing on the same team that's really getting buckets, yeah. not even getting right. looked at. Like, yeah, yeah. The shadow, like, you don't even care about what you did. Right, yeah. As soon as uh, Manila Ball got to the NBA, every time he threw a pass, they was like, Ooh, wow, yeah. <laughs> It's so many kids getting overlooked, so it's hard to say that. Like, yeah. That the talent, I mean, that the grind, like the grind, I don't know. I mean, it's so, it, it's so many kids in AAU is so big now. Shit, can a coach or a, a scout even touch yeah. as much as they want to now? Right. Be- because so. it's so much. Right, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's, a, it's definitely a. A conversation, <laughs> but I think I think like I don't never. I always trust the work. If you put the work Absolutely. in, you gonna succeed in anything you do. Life, you know, basketball relationships, being a father, parent, whatever. You gonna you gonna you gonna be you gonna succeed. So yeah. it's always about putting the work in. Uh, all this stuff, the glam light, and all this stuff is gonna it's gonna die down at some point. Okay. The real person is gonna come through. Mm-hmm. Uh, just work hard. Um, put the put the work in, and don't let no one tell you, you can't do anything. That's my, that's my goal to them every time. Don't always always stay stay in your lane and keep on keep your focus, keep your head on straight and narrow, and in the end you're gonna win. So so knowing that there's only there, I think it's 450 spots I think mm-hmm. max, um, and so many only so many roster spots available. Like we, you, you know that going to school is not a guarantee, right? But why, why isn't? Why do we look at not going Division One as a failure? Like why, why, why do we not encourage kids? To, you know, just just get your education paid for it. It doesn't matter if it's D two, D three, mm-hmm. NAIA. Like why, why are we only focused on kids that go D one? Just people being brainwashed that D one is the way to go. I mean, this is like people being brainwashed like you got to go to college. I don't believe you got to go to college no more. I believe I'm you can be an yeah. entrepreneur, uh, start your business, get a Shopify account, start selling stuff. I mean, you can make money that way. So Absolutely. And do it, do whatever you want. So I think it's just people being brainwashed and having their own opinions. And uh, But I think you can make it anyway. D1, D2, Juco. Like, Pierre made it out of Absolutely. Juco. Like, he's one of the best players out of Vegas. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so Shit, Marcus, like, Marcus went Juco. Yeah, yeah he went to Dixie, yeah. 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 I think you're the only one who actually went to yeah. the league that went D1. yeah. Like I said, it's like it's all people just being brainwashed. You got to do this. You got to do that. Like you can, your path is your path. You can't absolutely tell me to do something that you already done did. I'm doing it this way. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Hmm. Shit. <laughs> what's what's a typical what's a typical week in the NBA look like? Like, is it a lot of partying? Is it a lot like what's the shit we don't see? Uh, Shout out to James Harden, baby. <laughs> Put a lot into that Houston economy. <laughs> it's there, huh? <laughs> Shit. Uh, the week is, uh, I'll say a week is like a Sunday. Uh, you got practice, uh, hour, two-hour practice maybe. Some guys may practice, some guys may not practice. You lift after practice, go home. They may not practice. Yeah. You're, most of your 
Most your <laughs> most your star players ain't practicing. Mm. Uh, most your rotation players ain't practicing. I know a lot of times I didn't practice. I was I came off the bench. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> so what y'all doing at practice then? Going over plays, little shit like uh, out of bounds plays, like how we gonna guard. Say we playing Derrick Rose tomorrow, how we gonna guard him tomorrow? Okay, just walk through type of stuff. Uh, Let him shoot. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, working on your game, <laughs> shooting after practice. It just it just come with the ropes. It's like uh, what's it what's it called? Uh, not initiation, but um, you gotta you gotta play your card. Most rookies, like a lot of the rookies I I've played with, never even played. Like Jimmy Butler played in our Bulls team. He never touched the court for two years when I was there. Never. Mm. He's still a great player to this day. I mean, yeah. Whoever you can define great, but you know he's a great player in the Another league. Right defender, now. right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he never touched the floor. But he always put the work in. He was there before practice, after practice. Yeah. Shooting, doing defensive slides. Like you don't see nobody doing defensive slides in the NBA. Right. He's That's over why. doing it. So, was there anybody, your 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 time in the league and the teams you played on? Was there anybody like a like a Jimmy Butler that was on the that was on the bench, never got any playing time, but in practice, y'all, you knew mm. this. He's he's next. He's coming. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Him. He's probably the main story. Jimmy. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, and the guys that was playing in front of him, Luol Deng, Ronnie Bluer, Kyle Korver. So when when the hell was he going to touch the floor? Yeah. Never. <laughs> that's hell of a lineup. Yeah, especially for a rookie. Yeah, that's tough Dang, to crack that. so yeah. much money from the Lakers. They ain't touched the floor. Touch Shout the floor. out. I have been playing for the Bulls, my team. Y'all, to play for the Bulls, though, y'all had that much talent. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm, I thought we fell short, too. I, I really wanted to get the trophy and bring it back to Vegas. Now, let me ask you. Let me ask you. <laughs> what was that like? When you had to replace Derrick Rose, uh, it was a lot of pressure. Uh, but like I said, I can only be myself. I can't be yeah. D Rose. I can only be CJ and do what I do. Um, but it was definitely a lot of pressure. But I feel like our team was not just a team around D Rose. It was so many other pieces. Yeah. And uh, once he went down, obviously it was a big loss. But we uh, we kind of filled the void pretty not easily, but we filled it without missing a beat. Okay. Does it does it does it suck to be like? Pre Steph Curry Golden State, like knowing that the run that they ended up going on, like yeah, yeah, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that hurts. I'm sure every player that played for the Warriors would say that hurts. But it, is the Warriors your only one where it was like, damn, when I left, they, when mm-hmm. I leave, they just probably that was probably the only team yeah that actually won a championship. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, every player wants to win a championship. That's like that's like getting drafted. Every everybody want to hear their name called yeah. by David Stern or whatever. Absolutely. So. It's just something you can't take back. Yeah, because you play on some. You play other than that. I mean, you got the, the pre the pre Steph Curry Golden State, but you had the Bulls, the mm-hmm. bench mob. Um, you played Indiana. Indiana two years, yeah. Indiana had that. That was a tough team. And when you crazy thing is, we beat the Heat every year that year. Only lost them in the playoffs. Be like that sometimes, hey, man. man. Be like that sometimes. <laughs> 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 what, what is it like? What is it like playing LeBron up close and personal? Like, is it? It's crazy. Like people don't realize how. How big he is, no homo. Six nine, two sixty. Can see the court like he, he can do everything. Is he the goat? He's one of them. Let me. Uh, let He's me, at the table. Let me. If uh, me, you at the table, Bron sitting next to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I need an honest. I need an honest answer. Not a TNT one. <laughs> I need an honest answer. 
is he the most unscary great ever? And when I say unscary, like or going against a Jordan or going against a Kobe or a Shaq. It was just you knew they was going to bust your ass. Yeah. With him, it's just kind of like, it was already, I mean, he's great. But it was like it was gifted to you already. You came to the league with it wrapped up in a bowl for you. He still had to earn it, though. He had to earn it. He did. Think about his teammates when they was all talking about Braun the, the, that same year. Like, they didn't want to, none of them dudes wanted to play with him. It's a fact. Like how 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 does that feel walking to the locker room when none of these niggas like you? <laughs> That's a fact. And they, and they know you, you got all the cards in your hand. It's your yeah. show. <laughs> I just like imagine the tension. So do do the, do the players not necessarily the, the respect for him as a man? I want to decipher yeah. the two. The respect for him as a man is bar none. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about like on a player. Do you guys on the court give him? the respect that the media does i don't think so i mean for me personally i was conditioned because our coach because we faced him so many times to not like lebron that's why i kind of not liked him for probably like the past <laughs> five or six years yeah <laughs> i ain't gonna lie our coach made him hate us made us hate him and uh because we knew all their plays we knew his strengths his weaknesses like we knew everything he could do and he couldn't do so we try to take all that away so you guard lebron what do you do you back off of him let him shoot Agreed. Do you do that today? Today, yeah. You Fuck still do yeah. It. You still do it. You still go on there every screen. You make other players beat you, not LeBron. Lebr- I think LeBron's greatest strength is a supporting cast. I think his greatest strength is leadership, I feel like. I feel like, it, I feel like it's maximizing the talent around him. Yeah. I think that, that's his greatest strength, and it made his skills. It enhanced his skills. Oh, yeah. Uh but I don't know if from year to year if he ever got better. Mentally he did. I think mentally he did, but I think he a better shooter now. Yeah, he's definitely a better shooter now. He could not I gotta give him credit. He's I mean way that comes that, that, that comes with age. You can he ain't he can't do what he I mean he as far Athletically, as yes he can. He ain't jumping up like he was. He can dunk still, but he ain't doing it like he was. Top of the box is pretty. That's pretty athletic to me at thirty, whatever, however. He's thirty six. <laughs> thirty six. He just he just started going in the post a couple of years ago. Yeah, he's a year younger than me, I think. He just started going in the post a couple of years ago, and he still don't have no ISO game. Yeah, he's never had an ISO game. Anymore. So, how does he? I don't know. His shooting is better. Because I, I still, every time he make a shot, I'm like, how the fuck did that go in? Still. Because he don't look confident. It look like he don't, look like he don't trust it. <laughs> when he do that little shit where he fake. Yeah, yeah. Do that I, shit, he, I hate there. that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that shit makes me mad. Who, okay, can you give me, for shit talking's sake, can you give me your top five most overrated? Most overrated. Being on the court. Now, the media has a way of... The media has a way of constructing your mind to think something that... It's just not there. Right. Like, LeBron was... Although he did work for it, it was gifted to him, in my opinion. (laughs) Fuck yeah! Straight out of high school! Straight out of high school. 
I feel like he worked. I'm not saying he didn't work, but his first his first game was like a fucking playoff game. Cause he's, he's from the area. Jordan. He's the next. He's the next. He's from the area. He from the, he's from the area though. What's the difference in waiting for LeBron and waiting for Kobe? Because in my in my in my opinion in my opinion coming straight into the league, LeBron got the attention that Melo should have been getting. You got a point. I think Melo was has always been far by far the best talent. Now, everything else, I don't know. But what I'm saying is coming straight into the league, LeBron was getting the attention that he worked for over time, but Melo should have been getting that. Yeah, and Melo came off a championship. Melo came into the league yeah. ready. Ready. Facts. I think I think I think I think he had a better business I I I won't say business sense or he had a better team around him. And he 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 was gift more so than he was gifted the team he was gifted a narrative like you're the chosen one like you have all, you had all this yeah attention straight out of fucking for, high school and you and you you get drafted to your hometown team yeah like and he has a cold ass story single mom all that kind of stuff poverty that you can't, you can't story sales. you can't beat that exactly he was a, he was a package right? as, a, as a package as a story as oh, a narrative not invest in this product <laughs> mom's in the front row right you can't yeah, you 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 you, you, are, you are you are if if you were gifted anything you were gifted this story right. That was pre. That was pre. It was prepackaged. It's ready to go. I think with, with that attention, Melo's story is different. His story might be the same. You never know. You just didn't go to college and all that kind of stuff. Because you you, but you you like that. It's been a it's been a point to where like yeah, LeBron grew up without his dad. He he has no clue who his dad is, and he was couch surfing. Da, da, da. But like we don't know Melo's story. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We don't know. I, I've never heard Melo talk about his mother or his father. So right. I, you don't. You don't know what his backstory is. But like that's been the focus of LeBron's story from jump. Like this is a kid. He's fought over all this adversity yeah, but coming that's from what this. Sales in today's you know marketing and stuff. He had. He came. Right. But he came into the league with all that. Like right. I'm. I'm. I'm a. I'm a. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I'm. 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 I'm he was a one of one. I have a narrative. I have. I have yeah. a narrative. Yeah. I'm coming to. You can sell me. On any yeah. wherever you feel like selling me, because I come with a story already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like regardless of what my talent is, whether I pan out or, I didn't or not. Even think, did we start? I didn't even. I don't even think we started learning much of Melo until New York, maybe. And I was just he had a wife and a son. Mm-hmm. Which I think he he started dating her in Denver, but still, like you still you don't you don't know anything about Melo. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know he was born in New York until he probably got to New York and was like he's actually from here. Like oh, okay, damn, why y'all ain't been talking about that? Because he went. To, you know, he went to school in New York. Yeah. Nobody's ever. It was always he went to Baltimore. He went to Oak Hill. So I like, but the school he went to before Oak Hill, I have no. I know where LeBron went to school. Yeah, all four he years. Got a, he got a doc. He has a documentary of doc. Yeah, documentary of him. His throughout high school. And you don't know on who, cable. We have, I have no, and I have no clue what who Carmelo was before his senior year at Oak Hill. No clue. So, getting back. Top five. Most overrated that you've played against on the court. Mm, I would say Chris Bosh is in, in there. Uh, mm. Was that because of what LeBron did to him, or you thought <laughs> before? Uh, just before he was an All Star. Before he's twenty and ten in Toronto. He was. He was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. So was it? Was he overrated before he got? He went to Miami, or before? Yeah, yeah. I feel like his whole career. 
Ching. <laughs> Spicy, I like it. <laughs> um, Damn. I don't know. I got to think. On the por- on the court, Bosch wasn't like. He was overrated. I think. Are you talking about as uh, from the media or the like players from, side? from from like okay so from you know how the media talk about players mm-hmm. but you actually play against these people oh okay court. okay okay uh, so no he's not my top five then uh, scratch that uh, that you win against like man your skills ain't yeah uh, I would say I would say maybe Dragic mm. I don't think he's that good you think he's that great. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely he good. has spurts yeah but what player doesn't it's a fact <laughs> what, what about Jeremy Lin definitely overhyped come on man that was they that's, did they did that to him yeah yeah the media did that to him that's cause he played in New York too a big a big city uh, but it started in Houston wasn't he he was in Houston first right New York it started in oh he went to Houston yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, I see it. It was R.I.P. written all over that. Like, once yeah. he start missing, once he go cold, because he wasn't doing, he wasn't, he wasn't to me. He wasn't that. It just he's Asian. Let's keep nah, it a buck. Not, not back then. What? Tony Douglas was on the Knicks at the time. If, if it was Tony Douglas, do you think it would have been a whole? No, we no all, but we talk about that insanity, in the he was too, he was balling. He was doing some shit. He though. was hooping for he sure. He was hooping. Yeah. I'm just, if if Tony Douglas had those string of games, yeah, it'd just been like a rug another another day. Yeah. Nah. Yes. What? For sure. It's because he was Asian. The the, the Lin sanity period, although it was only what a two weeks maybe. Yeah, it was like the last two weeks. Of he season. did it to perfect time because it, it got him a contract. But he was doing some extraordinary shit. It didn't count, but and he was undrafted he, too. I think he, I think so. Yeah. So his story kind of like if he was black, if this is a black player, there's no, there's no. I think it would have been, the, I think it would have been the same shit. But the the problem, the thing no. is, what 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 great basketball is played at the end of the season? This was really literally the only story, but he kept doing it. Okay. So I hate to keep going back to this person, but Marcus did something similar when he went to Minnesota. Once he got traded to Minnesota, Marcus went crazy in Minnesota. That's how he ended up on Phoenix with with his big contract. Okay, why didn't Marcus get the same publicity? He ain't had a highlights because he ain't Asian. <laughs> oh my god, that ain't got nothing to do. Yeah, what? He ain't winners, huh? He ain't Asian. If he was Asian. It'd be like oh. Yeah, it's definitely more pressure. Like playing for the Bulls those two years is a lot of pressure. We wasn't even like scheduled to go to the. Uh, nobody picked us to go to the playoffs that year, and even when we started getting a buzz and start getting the best record in the league, everyone started talking about championship. It was like, damn, damn, we ain't got to the playoffs yet. So do the niggas in the city be like, hey man, you better win? Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah. They're, not, they're not fucking around. Man, they ain't messing around. Them fans is crazy too, Chicago. They they love their sports. <laughs> All right, so you got four more. Uh, you only gave me Goring. Jeremy Lin, uh, 
I got two. I got Dragic and Jeremy Lin. No, I even gave you that one with I. I, I, gonna, I said gonna, that. I said that. Gonna, okay, Jeremy oh, no, Lin. He gave me Jeremy Lin. Okay. Uh, at the time, I didn't think. Uh, I forgot his name though. Damn, that's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. They forgot his name. He's a point guard, though. Uh, Who he played for? Ramon Sessions. Mm. He still Come on, he's from, he from, he from the state. The state, not from the city, though. He's from the city. And he went to UNR. He did go to UNR. <laughs> I didn't think he was that good, personally. Didn't either, but and like at the time, like backup point guard was making what he was making. I was merging myself up against him. I'm like, I gotta get what he getting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I'm looking in my eyes. I got the same numbers. Like I think I'm better than him. Yeah, <laughs> those I need that. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't think he was fair that good. Point. That's a fair point. Okay. Um, who else? Uh, just in my position, or just anywhere? Just any, just anybody that you you play with on the court or played against. Uh, I'm not gonna say I'm not a big fan of CP's game, but I didn't think he's. I don't think he's like that, that good, honestly. Chris Paul, yeah, great floor general. I don't think, he, I don't got think the, he's. I don't think he's that great. He got the Suns in what second? They're gonna lose in the first round of the playoffs. I guarantee. He's a great floor general. I was never high on CP. I would I'm not super high on him. Yeah, I wouldn't expect him that one. That's that's because he haven't. He hasn't been unsuccessful anywhere except. I'm Oklahoma. not, but oh, not saying he hasn't been unsuccessful. He's always going to be. He wasn't great. unsuccessful I mean, in Oklahoma do do, either. But has he ever gotten a team to the championship, the Western Conference Finals? Well, he got hurt in, in Houston. Just, uh, he got hurt in Houston. That ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They was never. They was. They was never. They were never right in Houston. He had. Uh, he had David West in his prom. Now that Clippers team should have been to the finals at least once or twice. How many, but how many people did he get paid in, in LA? Plenty, that's anybody though. Bron got everybody paid. <laughs> Bron did. Is that, is that, is that, that's like a fight against Floyd. Uh, uh, that's like a, having like one of these big ass fights. Like yeah, once you, you once you paid, so once yeah. you play with Bron, you either all the way in or you all the way out. <laughs> Ain't no in between. A lot of the niggas don't make it. Though. A lot of the niggas be out though. But like if if a nigga get you paid, that's but who played on that the, on that Lob City team that didn't get paid except uh uh what's my man's? Who? It was the sixth man that was was carrying like a motherfucker too. Jamal, uh, Jamal Crawford. Jamal, Jamal Crawford Jamal was the only one that really. I mean, he got paid. Jamal Crawford got, yeah, paid. He got paid, but he ain't like he was out pretty. He was out after that. He no, he played for he was me Atlanta after that. after that. I think didn't he? Yeah, he played for me after that. He played last year. Yeah, he played just two years ago. He scored fifty. Oldest player to score fifty. He played in the bubble. I want to but say he got he can't he wasn't at the start of the season. This was the back end. He didn't start at the at the beginning of the season. He got picked up. He got picked up. Yeah, by the Suns, I think. No, he played for the. It was the Suns, Suns or, or yeah. Brooklyn. I thought he played for Brooklyn. Oh yeah, bubble. Brooklyn too. Yeah. All right, CP three. CP three. Uh, One more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I should have did my homework. Dang. Trying to think. Let me see if I can think of one. 
just on a skill level. Jared Dudley. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with that. <laughs> Give me Jared. Put Jared Dudley at the top of that list. Vince might be the. I think yeah, I was just about to say that. I think Vince is overrated. I feel like Vince. Yeah. Vince Carter. Carter? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. You take Ooh. A, you take Vince. take away the athleticism. What do you have? But those are all his highlights. Right, I was oh, saying, yeah. Not even, not even. Keep, keep his athleticism. Take away that dunk contest, is Vince? Who he is? If y'all think Allen Alvin Al, Irish should be in the Hall of Fame, he should definitely not be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> I ain't disagreeing with that. To be <laughs> now, who busts your ass? Uh, I mean, probably. I mean, not a lot because I never. I don't know. Brandon Jennings had 55 on us one time. Jesus it went, it went all on me. It was a team. Was that game. Milwaukee? <laughs> was that Milwaukee, Brandon? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Cause the coach, that, coach. Was, that was his name, Cousin, too. I didn't mean to bring it up. Fries, man. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, Brandon gave us 55. But Coach kept telling us to go on the screen. He kept, even after making like two or three, he was like, keep going under. So we just kept going under. Made y'all pay, huh? More than pay. <laughs> 55. <laughs> Who else? Anybody else? Uh, Darren Williams was always one of my toughest people to guard. That's him a big, him and, him that's and a big Tony Parker, too. man, that's a huge. Big guard. And Tony Parker. I heard Tony uh, was a hold though, man, and that was my favorite player. <laughs> you got that fucking in people's wives, man. <laughs> that's fucked up. Tony was the, my favorite player, man. I found out he was a hold and shit. I'm like, damn, man. Tony Parker was your favorite player. Tony Parker was my favorite player. Tony Parker was busting ass. He was killing. Tony Parker's busting ass. I think Deron Williams should have never left Utah. For sure, yeah. That was his mistake. Once he left, he took all his structure, everything. That was his mistake. Yeah, he was nice. That's one of them guards that don't get talked about enough. To and me. I hate it when he went bald. Ooh. <laughs> 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 uh, when he went to Cleveland, I was like, you hate Charles Barkley. <laughs> has, has it you was in Tennessee at the same time Candace Parker was there. Candace Parker was there, Candace right? Parker, yeah. mm-hmm. How was that? Me. How, how was that? Mm. Not even just her, but just the Tennessee women's program is legendary. That's legendary, too. So, you got football number one. You got women's basketball number two. And then we somewhere in the little <laughs> watch. We behind, we behind them. <laughs> hey, we get the leftovers. <laughs> but, uh, That's crazy. When she came on campus, it was a big talk, you know, because she's this number one player. Uh I don't think she even played her first year. Is she the best basketball player to come out of Tennessee? Male or female? No, you got Shamika Holskall. You got Tamika Catchings. Mm. Those, you got killers on the woman's side. I think Tamika may be number two. Can't say no slouch, though. Hey, can't say no slouch. She's up there, Tamika yeah. Tamika may be number two. Behind who? I'm taking Shamika Holskall. I would say Shamika. I watched her play when I was. Oh, I thought you were talking, talking about on period in women's <clears> basketball. <throat> Timmy catches number two all time? For now. Ooh. I think when Diana retires, she drops to three. That's tough. It's, that's tough. Mm. Ooh, uh, fuck. I can't even. Um, they called her the female Michael Jordan. Oh, uh, Cynthia Cooper. Cynthia Cooper? She's number one. Cheryl Swoops? Cheryl, I think Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl Miller? 
Yeah. Cheryl, Cheryl Miller is a what if a what if story. She ain't make it. She it's not she, she ain't make Achilles. it. There, there was no WNBA. She tore Achilles before there was even anything. But she she still would have been she still would have been damn near aged I out by the time uh, the WNBA hit its, its, its inception. Yeah, Lisa Leslie. Tamika Kitchens number two is tough. I got Cheryl Swoops as number one. For now. I got Diana. Diana ain't retired yet. She, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when, when she, I'm, I'm, I'm letting her pattern stats for now, but when she retires, she's number one. I do I do love what – because I'm a, I'm a huge uh, lover of the WNBA. Mm. I think they're way more um, fundamentally sound than the men yeah. are. Um, I do uh, appreciate what the, the NBA is doing somehow, mm. even though it's super weird. So – you notice, damn near every other week, her and Shaq are going at it about something. Yeah. But it's highlighting her greatness and what she's bringing and women's basketball. So when Shaq will say, will say something about lowering the rims, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then she'll come back with um, an, an enlightening answer that will go viral on something. And it's putting a spotlight on the WNBA in a way that it never has mm-hmm. to this time. So I like that. I, I, I really like. I know a lot of people be slandering Shaq, but at this point, I, just, I they're doing this on purpose, right? And so I appreciate what they're doing because it's highlighting WNBA. I, I but I don't because I'm a lover of basketball and of fundamentals. I love I love the WNBA. I just don't. Do you ever see it translating? And I don't know if it'll ever translate until the men really get on board. Right, yeah. I feel like that also. I feel like people say it's not as exciting because of the dunking that men bring or whatever. But like you said, the fundamentals is there. The excitement is there. Um, But that's bullshit, though. You're not watching. I was telling them that. Like, you're not watching. I know that's uh, an excuse that men like to use. We're not watching... uh, Steph Curry and Kyrie right. and Harden to dunk. Right. It's a faster pace. Though. Not even KD. We're not watching none of them to dunk. It's a faster pace, though. I think, the, I think pace has something to do with it. To me, for me, for my own pace. And then something as simple as the ball. I hate watch. I hate looking at that ball. <laughs> I, 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 I hate looking at men. I, I hate looking yeah. at men's ball, like international ball. Like, I hate looking at that. Yeah. Like, nigga, play with a regular basketball. Like, shit like that, to me, visually, makes a difference. Like, I don't want to see that. You don't think you The only the only time I've ever I've ever not minded it was watching Team USA play. Other than that, I hate looking at that I hate looking at them balls. The white and black the white and orange balls, I hate it. Like to me that makes a difference. You ain't you you don't you picking right now. No 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 it, I, it's not even for women. I'm just saying I hate that ball. So, I hate looking okay, at that so, ball. So why do you feel like the WNBA is not translate? It's a shorter season. For one, for two, there's just not as much. Unfortunately, there's not as much interest in women's sports. Serena, Serena is probably the only female athlete that generates as much as her male counterparts. That ain't got nothing to do with us, though. With men, men or they have a, a different kind of audience. Yeah, the audience is <laughs> they have a different kind of audience. Yeah, you do. Shit. When I when I watched, I've never seen nobody just really just take. I've always seen a lot of 
Why are you crack? What? Every time I watch it, I watch it all the time. So yeah, it's not being marketed to I think I think what made the NBA become the NBA that we see that we know now is that individual stars were marketing. It became a the Bird versus uh, Magic Johnson, so it became a market of these two stars, and then Michael Jordan as an individual star. Like I think when you market individual stars, it elevates the game. It elevates the the um, the visibility of it. I I, don't, I can't think of the WNBA stars that are being marketed to elevate the visibility of the league. We know there's a WNBA that exists, but like who's being marketed outside outside of seeing Candace Parker on TV recently this this week? How often do you see Candace Parker? But that goes back to money, and to gain money, you have to have people. What's the word? To get money, you have to have people. No, uh, support it. If ain't nobody supporting it, yeah, it's not supported the same way. And you got to think about then it. Then you get in the shorter season. <clears throat> so, so you're, you're getting these things that. You watch the WWE. Diana, uh, Candace Sue Parker, Bird. Sue Bird, uh, shit. When she was in the league, Lauren Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the what's the t- the twins in L.A.? Yeah, sure. I don't know how to say their name. Yeah, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even do. <laughs> what's it? What what was uh? But they not being marketed though. What was what was what was my sister name that had a she was playing in Phoenix with Diana? She had all the tattoos. Brittany Griner. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, I know you're talking uh, about. Uh, they were like she was like the. The female like Allen Iverson and shit. Mm. She was a dog. She was busting ass. Cappy uh, Pondexter. Cappy Pondexter when yeah. she went to New York. Are they are they are they marketable though? Absolutely. They're marketable. They just don't put the money into it. I feel like. What's the name is so What's the name money. is getting marketed like none other right now? Who? Uh, it's a chick from Australia that plays here. Oh, uh, Cambridge. Cambridge. Uh, I forgot to understand her name. Cabbage? Big Liz. <laughs> Boy, don't you be disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the other one. De'Erica. De'Erica Hampton. Bad. She bad. Well, she can dunk on me any day. You feel me? She bring not, energy out. They're, the they're, they're not being marketed, though. She's sponsored by Jordan now, too. I don't know. What what marketed are you? You, you cannot. The WNBA is not being supported enough for them to put millions and millions of dollars into marketing just one athlete. Why not? Come on, man. So how, how do you, how do you expect the game to because grow? Because the NBA ain't marketing. The, Why not? The, it's not. You think it's Wait, all the NBA? But, 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 you, still, you got Nike. But, you got uh, Adidas. You got uh, a lot. A, a lot of these are putting their players out there too. This ain't just the NBA. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's marketing the women's game the same way. It's not. It's not just the. It's not just on, on court. But like, even even before Chris Paul showed up in LA, Blake Griffin was a star. We're gonna we're, we can market Blake Griffin because he does something exciting. Like, do we have that with the women's game? I'm not. I don't know if I'm following you. Where am I missing? I don't think you need need someone to be uh, to dunk or whatever. I just think it needs to be marketed more and more money needs to be put into it. It's not much for the NBA to to so called be the big brother of the WNBA. I guess as they would say, they don't put enough money into it. I feel like. But the game is there. Yeah, the it's game not is the there. game. The it is, is not there. the game. <laughs> okay. I'm not disagreeing. I just, I ain't never been like. I just think it needs more support. That's the only thing. 
You gotta have mar- you have to have you have to have marketable stars. You have, you have to have some. You have to have somebody to carry the league. You have. You have them. to have somebody to carry the league. You have them. Why aren't they marketing them then? You need the capital. Why don't they have the capital? <laughs> at, at some point, you have to inv- you have to invest you have to invest in yourself, right? Like you, you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in yourself, right? Oh my god! Am <laughs> I tripping? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm with you. If it, if it was one that was standing out like that, like when Iverson came in and his crossover in even, even though Philadelphia might go get they ass beat because we suck as a team, but I want to go see this nigga play because we're marketing him. Like he seen to be completely honest, he crossed over MJ. He did. Really no. he, he did, but, but we're gonna get a show. Every commercial you seen with Iverson was a crossover. It was never about him dunking. It was never about him shooting. It was a crossover. Even when they were smoking his shoes, it was he could do this spin move. And take the ball around his back all at the same time. But that's a that's a more collaborative effort between the, the NBA shoe, and deal. Reebok. Yeah. So, that, but that's what I've been saying. You have to be you have to be somebody that of uh, that not only the NBA but other franchises wants to market and can market to bring it up to make you want to go watch them. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I don't. you want to watch Serena because of the way Serena is playing. We watch ain't watching her. Serena. <laughs> Who? Well, when was the last time? Look, come on, let's be. Uh, come on, man. We see in her, pri- in her prime. We see ESPN highlights. In her, Stop it. In her, in, her prime, in her prime, you turn, you tuned in to see Serena. Did you tune in to see Serena in her no, prime? I always say I'm. A, I need to watch the match, but I never get to it. <laughs> Shit, I did. We ain't never. I never. We ain't never. We not finna sit up here and lie. We ain't never. I tuned, did. We ain't never tune in to watch a Serena. I don't, even, I don't know how to count the points. Tiger Woods. They had a. He had a different audience that was able to. I catapult them into something else, regardless. I turned on Tiger Woods. I've turned on. I'm not saying. I'm not saying I'm an avid Serena. What made me turn on Tiger Woods was his fucking night commercial where he was hitting the ball. In the well, y'all on the Titanic right now. Yeah, whack that motherfucker. Like, do we do this in the game? And I'm saying he didn't do the game. Like, I've hey, turned I'm on Serena. Watch, <laughs> I've turned wrong. Venus too. <laughs> now you full of shit. Venus. Venus, Venus was caught out the game. Venus was caught in Serena. All right. I never watched no tennis match. I have. Okay. But the, nobody, you, they were marketed, though. They were marketed. Not, now, the other girl, win, but she's not being marketed the same way. Who? What's the, the one that date the rapper now? Naomi? She's been highly marketed. What you mean? Is she? I don't, I don't she see has her. has sponsorships out of this world. She I don't see her. Every, I don't see her unless she's on social media. I don't see her. And then, and then uh, my man's. Always got her on his on his uh, social media, so that brings her a to- that brings her a totally different audience. So she's getting she's getting the, the exposure. Okay, so okay, so she's being marketed. Serena was marketed. Venus is marketed. Why? Who's the who's the WNBA person that's being marketed? There is none. So there's no interest. There's nobody for me to tune in and say the casual a casual a casual person that has no interest in basketball. We hear the name of LeBron. Because, okay, so, and so be the, like, I'm so going to tune so, in because so, it's LeBron. So the, the last the last collaborative collaborative effort I can think of is when who was old, old girl that made the she made a, a a game winner, and then I think Kobe Kobe met her in the locker room or oh, something uh, like that. Girl from Notre Dame. That was the last time, and and it was everywhere. And that wasn't even the WNBA, but that was the last person. That was the last time I seen someone get put out there that wasn't a that wasn't a male. The last one, the last time I seen was when Lil Wayne started talking about Skylar Diggins. Oh my god! Outside of that, you don't see you don't see niggas talking about WNBA players. You, you just don't see it. Kobe has to talk about him more because it's, it's because it's yeah because it's okay. Outside of that, and how much of that would you, because Kobe had an active interest in the game, right? So I'm, and I'm not discounting. Yeah. 
but like I, I don't see I don't see WNBA players. You have to market to get to get people to tune in. We have a podcast. No niggas are niggas. The, the niggas that we know are not just tuning into this fucking podcast because there's a podcast. <laughs> Nigga, we gotta get on Twitter every fucking week and engage and tell and have niggas tune in to the podcast. Right? I'm listening. There's nobody. I have not turned on TV one time and seen a motherfucker endorsing or. Cause she could dunk shit. That That's shit got old. Yeah. yeah, and then you, they put you on child support like a real nigga, and all that shit went away. <laughs> Come on, man. There's no. I, hey, I like seeing Big Liz naked on on uh on IG. So, Ugh. but that's not. That's different though. She look like a dollop of miracle wheel. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Built> ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. So, so, see, but but it, but that 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 makes my argument now because if we only start seeing, if we only if we're only looking at these women as objects, that still takes away from the game. And I'm not disagreeing, but is that is that what's going to work for you? Is that what's going to draw people in? You have to draw people in at some point. At what, at what point are you going to start in, investing in yourself to draw people in? Why do Why do I need to draw people in with the number one sport in the world? In my opinion, I think basketball has transcended football. Not soccer. Yeah, not not soccer. Well, not soccer on the national level, but I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Aside from the maybe the Super Bowl, I think NBA probably still third. In America, you think so? Yeah, I, I, I would think. What's more influential? What's more influential MLB? than basketball? I would say basketball. You think basketball is bigger than Major League Baseball? Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! Easily. Why ain't nobody? It's like Telemundo with a with a bat. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. And I ain't played basketball. I ain't played baseball. I have no what the last ba- What's the last baseball player you know that can speak English? That was Rodriguez speak English. Well, <laughs> baseball is still in the. 60s, they haven't, they haven't, no growth, no nothing. They just baseball. Man, come on, man. In terms, in terms of, in terms of what it brings in. If the youth, if the youth ain't playing baseball, if the youth ain't playing baseball, they're not watching it. Baseball is still an old person's sport. That'll sit down and watch that shit. They're trying to speed up the game. They're trying to do little things, but it's not something that the kids are going to sit down and watch. That's basketball. Okay, as far as pace of the game. Basketball is the is the by far the coolest sport right now. And all I'm saying is why do the women have to do all the extras to get eyes on the number one sport because you you have you have to market you have to you have to market your product. Yeah, it's as simple as it's, this is a product. You have to market it. Yeah, and 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 the NBA, from my understanding, the NBA was on his deathbed until the Magic Johnson, the Magic Johnson, Larry Bird shit, it, it created a right. So there's something to market here. Like they could tune in if y'all don't tune in to nothing else. Y'all gonna tune in to see the white boy and the black dude, the flashy black dude and the and the, and the hard nosed white boy, ugly ass converse. With the ugly ass converse on. But guess what? Niggas tuned in. It gave you something to tune into. And then next thing you know, sometimes I dream. He is me. And he turned turn sports marketing 
and and, and, and branding it in and of itself into a whole different conversation. So somebody, you have to have somebody to market the game. You have to have somebody to market the game. There's been nobody in the WNBA that's 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 been marketed. You have to. I digress. Hmm. I ain't got no Am money. I wrong? You're not wrong. I just think it goes back down to money. Uh, the sponsorships not being there for the women. Uh, opportunities not being there. The same. Uh, the discrepancy in pay. So. Do you but but it's not. I, I can re I I can respect your argument, but I don't like when aside from Shaq because I think he's doing that for TV purposes, which is again genius. I don't like when men try to say it's the product. That's when I know you ain't watching this shit. Right, you're just going <laughs> off of what you think because it's not the product. It is not the product at all. And from my understanding, it's not the product. From from all I haven't tuned in, but again, I'm. There's nothing that's been that's grabbed my attention. Because to be completely honest, uh, Phoenix back in the early 2000s were doing the same running gun shit as when Steve Nash was playing for Phoenix. They were doing the same offense. So it's not slow down. I'm gonna back you to the not none of that. They're doing the, the same thing that the men are doing. The only difference is they're more f- fundamentally sound. Yeah, think about it also the women go overseas and make the most of their money. That's fucked up too. That's the crazy part. Tax, that's that tax free. But still, like why, year why, round why, basketball. Why should they have to go overseas to make their money? What if NBA players did the same thing? You wouldn't watch NBA basketball if it was only in the summertime and they had to go overseas to make all their money. Is that is that set up by design? Because the WNBA season starts as the men's season ends, and it's you wrapping it up as the men. So who's who 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 designed that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I have no clue. <laughs> Who designed that? That's fucked up, man. Nobody. It's baseball season. And then you get y'all catch the beginning of football season. The preseason shit. By the time football is getting the full swing, the, the women's season is ending. It's wrapping up. So anything, it's it's only y'all it's y'all in baseball. Y'all should be killing. But you know, I I don't I don't watch baseball, but I know who I know who the fuck Bryce Harper is. I know who the fuck Tommy Pham is. I know I know I can I can not a bunch of them because I. Bryce because of the marketing, or you know Bryce because Bryce Vegas. Vegas. Both. Where you Bryce wasn't the Bryce wasn't the big star. Yes, I know Bryce because he came from Vegas. Was Bryce a big star? I haven't seen anything on one commercial. Super cap. He he got a Gatorade commercial. Later, like. I don't know the last baseball player interviewed. Bryce was a star that, had, that didn't have broken English. Bryce was mm-hmm. a star out of, coming out of, coming out coming into the league. Bryce was a star. Now Bryce was a star. He was a legit yeah. star. The Vegas remove the Vegas shit from it. Of course, I know who he is because he's from Vegas. But he was a legit star. He was legit somebody that the league marketed. Yeah. WNBA. Who the fuck? Show me somebody, cause if I if I have nothing to do and I'm a, and I'm, a I'm a sports fan, I might just turn into a WNBA game because oh I just saw the commercial featuring I just saw the commercial featuring so and so that oh this looks like it could be a good matchup because I saw the commercial. There's no commercials. I, I don't know who the fuck playing. 
So what, what am I tuning into? Uh, it be commercials, man. Yeah, he, see? Who's the star? Super Cap. I mean, they're doing, they doing better job now, I feel like. Cap 10 America. <laughs> Name me five WNBA stars. <laughs> That's not Vex that you haven't known for a long time. Name me five WNBA stars. Captain Planet. Name me five stars. <laughs> Name me five of them. Since we doing since doing lips to five, name me five WNBA stars. That's not that's not like a long time vet. Name me five of them. Come on, like right now. Yeah, the twins in L.A. Both of them ballers. Diana Taurasi, uh, long term star. Get her out of here. Name me somebody who's not a long term star. The twins in uh, Asia Wilson. Asia Wilson plays here. Okay. Liz Cambage. Who is it? Is yeah. Liz Cambage? You ain't gonna say that lady's name right. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> No, keep going. I thought it was Cambay, shit. Cambay. Big, well, big Liz. Big Liz. Aja Wilson. Uh, she's a six man, but I'm going to throw Dierica Maria out there. She's the one who made that half court shot in the playoffs. All, so she was all, hurt last so year. So everybody from the local market. No, 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 no. Hold on. All of them was from the local the twi- market. The twins from LA. The twins from LA. Candace Parker. Sue Bird. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, what's the girl? Ooh, the point guard from L.A. Bad. Oh, T. Uh, Cooper. Tia Cooper. Tia Cooper. Okay, that's three. Sabrina is. No, 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 no. no. Okay. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> he got it. That's three. Uh, My man's out. <laughs> um. I didn't name you a few already. <laughs> You name it, you three of them was from the local market team. Um rest of them, the rest of them all vets. The rest of them all vets. Nah, nah. The rest right. of, everybody else you name is vets. It, this is off the dome. So this is off the dome, so I'm not I'm li- I'm listening, brother. How many okay. Let me ask how many superstars are in the WNBA that's not vets? How many superstars? I mean, in the NBA. That's not Vets. Oh, wait. Uh, LaMelo. Star. Somebody you can market. Not a superstar. He's, he's on his way. He's, he's marketable. That's not. Not no. a superstar. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm saying. Give me a super. I'm saying somebody you can market. Give me a, somebody, su- give me a superstar. Trey Young. That's not a. He wasn't even an all-star. He can't be a superstar. Get the he fuck. Why wasn't he? He was right there. On the, he was right there, right? That's like, come on, we, cause we, we, we not great. That's like, that's like, that's like saying Dane wasn't star because he couldn't crack the rotation in the All Star list, right? Even though he was killing, but nigga Boy, in the Dame, West, Dame, in the West, you load it up. Dame Tom, Dame Tom came two years ago. Dame wasn't killing before two years ago. I'm not saying he wasn't killing. He's a superstar now, but two years ago there was no such thing as Dame Tom. He was, he was a great, he was a killer. He was a dog. He's been a killer, he was a superstar. It's only like two or three superstars in the league. Dog. Okay, I'm somebody you can market. Some young stars in the game. Name me some young stars in the WNBA game. Cause I can name I can name you a bunch of young stars. Sabrina, the girl I just told you. Sabrina, no, no, from not Oregon. you. <laughs> oh no! What's what's oh? What, they want it. They want it. They Zion want it. Williamson, young no. star. No, no. Well, we talk about his weight more than anything. <laughs> oh girl, oh, Giannis under twenty five. No, oh girl, that came from um. They won. They won this year. She tore her Achilles and came back. She a dog. She oh, might be the most. From, uh, Stanford. What's her name though? I forgot. Her she name. tore her Achilles and came back, but she probably might. She might be the most unstoppable player in the WNBA right now, and she shows you. She ain't to be fucked with. There, she ain't got no holes. 
and she tore Achilles and came back and was better than before. Okay. Angel McCartney. I like Angel. I like Angel. I don't know he's been in the league. Minute. <laughs> she offered nine in the Ooh, and I see that. God damn. <laughs> But it's there. I mean, it's there, bro. Cause you don't, you don't know who they are because they've been around for so long. But I just used that argument against him. Ain't that? I can I can name young NBA. They may not be they may not be superstars that's in the only league. You watch the NBA more. That's the thing. I, li- if you I, watch the NBA more, you would, it's called, you would it's know. It's called recency bias. Okay, I'll take that. I'm supposed to argue that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you how many I know. I know Jason Tatum's a star, and I can't tell you how many Celtics games I've tuned into. Right, but you know of him though because I, of watching the games. Because he's marketed you tuned as, in more. Because he's marketed as a star. He's he's marketed as an up and coming star. Way more money. They are a billion dollar business. <laughs> nobody, he's marketed no, as such. I'm taking Jalen Brown. Though. Nobody, 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 nobody watches Utah Jazz games, but you know Donovan Mitchell's a star, right? Utah Jazz got a hell of a team. What do you mean? But you know he's a star. You don't watch. You don't watch the game. But you know who Donovan Mitchell is. Who said who? Well, who why are you not watching Utah games? Because it's Utah. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> they have a hell of a team. Niggas don't tune in the Utah games. Oh, just like they don't tune in the Spurs games. But you, Come on. it's just what it, it's just what it is. <laughs> but I know who Spider Mitchell is because yeah. he's Spider Mitchell. Who there's no there's no WNBA equivalent to. I know, even though I don't watch the game, I know she's a dog because I hear her name all the time. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle is a great fucking team. If you're not, if you don't know about the Seattle Storm, it's because you're other not than, caring other to than, watch it. Other than Sue Bird, I don't know what is Brianna. Uh, what's the white girl? Brianna, Brianna Stewart. Stewart. There yeah. you go. Brianna Stewart. That's who I was talking about. I, I haven't seen her playing in WNBA. I know she was a dog from UConn, though. Might be the most unstoppable player in the league. She might be. I wouldn't. Uh, so I said you got to watch it more. You got to invest in the product. <laughs> the, mar- the product has to be marketed, though. You got to market the product. When we were talking about, remember what we was just talking about mm-hmm. earlier in the episode? Mm-hmm. Kid from the West Side coming up, grinding, ain't going to get the recognition as somebody that just throws some shit on the internet and, and dunking. So you're taking that, you you just made my argument. The kid, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not. At the same time, I'm not knocking the kid who's using with the tools available to him to get to where he's trying to get to. Okay. If, if we all, if we all have this, if we all have the same tools available to us, it's not my fault. The tools work better for me. I'm not, I'm that's that's not to take away from your grind and what, how you're doing it. Yeah. Like yeah, of course. At the end of the day, that should win out. But if these tools are available to all of us, because yeah. the internet is free for all of us, okay. so it's not my fault that I got on this way and you got you getting on this way. I'm not knocking that nigga. Talk, talk, talk to me about the big three, man. How was that experience? <laughs> and is it looked at like the basketball players like unsung? Uh, yeah, because I said I would never play in the big three. <laughs> <laughs> I said I would never play. That in should that. look like a that should look like a great time. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun just to be be back with the players, the teammates, and uh, get out in the locker room, but. Uh, it's definitely prison ball. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Prison ball on TV. <laughs> Are they doing it here? Uh, I don't know. I ain't heard nothing yet. I'm not sure. Because he got into it with the dude, didn't he, with the money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. If you can get the money back yeah. or I mean, I don't know. We're going to see. Do you think it can, like, really be big time or it just is I think it it's is. probably peaked where it's at, maybe. Because I don't know. How, I mean, how many old players are going to come back and, like, they want Jamal Crawford 
even though he probably still might play or still hoops, like how many of those guys are gonna come play? Like Paul Pierce ain't playing. Do do you think <laughs> if, do you think if they would have got well, Iris like he, he, like he, he got time? He could have uh, taken it to a different level. Like uh, probably if he still wanted to play. Yeah, I feel like he didn't want to play. So would it, would it take somebody who's been a, like a legit superstar in the league mm-hmm. to take it to another level? Yeah. Yeah, but one he game, didn't, he didn't want to play. Yeah, one, two games, maybe. I, I, I wasn't. I think Iverson did himself a disservice by playing because he was held at so so, uh, so high regard, high. and people people still remember how he played. He there was the same, no way yeah. he was going to be able to put yeah. that on. So he should have just. He, he oh no! And it's three on three, man. You can't. He did his career did a nosedive at the end, though. Like that in Detroit, nah, in Detroit, Memphis years. That that influence, that influence don't go nowhere though. And when people remember you for playing some type of way, you can't three on three. You getting exposed? Yeah, easily. <laughs> so and he's the smallest guy on the court. <laughs> what's now, my man's? What's my man's? That that uh, he was busting ass. Now he had no business being there. Bibby? Nah. Uh, oh, Joe Johnson. Joe. Yeah, <gasps> Joe Silk. He go. got back into the league behind that though. Yeah. Joe still can go. Joe got Joe got back to the league behind what he's doing in the big three. So you can't knock him. So so are you? What are you doing right now? Are you uh, are you retired? Are yeah, I've been retired. I'm I'm good. <laughs> I've been retired. Just being a daddy, uh, children's author, entrepreneur, and uh, angel investor. So that's kind of what I do on a day to day basis. Okay. What what's an angel investor? Uh, someone who invests in other people's companies or ideas. So you like a you like a silent partner? Solid, yeah, silent investor kinda, yeah. So kind of like kinda like Shark Tank. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh it's cool. I never really envisioned being an author. It was just something that kinda came up. I wanted to uh continue to inspire kids and uh I thought what better way to do that than through a book and then tell my my stories through the book. So that's uh that's kinda how it came back came about and uh, I never kinda wanted to like be an author. It just happened. You ever thought about bringing them to life? Yeah, I want to. I want to bring them to cartoons, uh, movies, because uh, we're not represented uh, in cartoons a lot. So I feel Absolutely. like that would be a great idea. And uh, my stories kind of depict on uh, poverty, going to private schools, uh, all that, all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely something that can be can be uh, brought to life. And the, the Quiet Storm Foundation. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, <laughs> give us more about it? I mean, we know, but we want the yeah. people. The people need to know. So uh, it started uh, kind of just. Um, off my parents idea um we was always giving back and doing stuff in the community with church uh, uh feeding the homeless going to nursing homes and feeding them and uh, my parents just wanted to start a organization where we kind of had a name for it and what better way to when your son gets uh, the highest platform <laughs> to try and do that and, uh, and that's what we did uh, we put on a free basketball camp every year uh out of school program we uh have every second and fourth saturday for kids that do little um teach them about mental health teach them about uh eating eating healthy uh, have a chef come there and, and help them fix them a, a good healthy meal every time. So, uh, we just trying to do things to keep inspiring the youth and community. So, what you doing on your on your off time? You do you training? You working out? What you doing? No, I, I, all all I do is my Peloton bike. That's it. That's it. So you done? Ain't no yeah. more. I haven't touched the ball in two years. It's the craziest, weirdest thing just to hear me even say that, <laughs> and yeah. then to not do it. But yeah, I ain't touched the basketball. Have you ever thought about uh, jumping back into it at all? On any on any level, uh, maybe like coaching and stuff, but uh, but uh, my patience is low, so I don't know if I would <laughs> be able to deal with some of these knucklehead kids out training. here. Training, training. Oh no, no, I'm good with training. I'm good. 
I ain't doing nothing more basketball oriented. Unless it's just, just for fun, like pick up and stuff like that here and there. But like on a day to day basis, there ain't no reason. Mm. So you just are you jaded? Or are you just no? I'm just I gave. I feel done. like I gave the game everything ahead. So I mean, there ain't no no more for me to give the game besides like knowledge to yeah. kids and like that. But training, and it, there ain't no point. Do you still have? Do you feel like you still have love for the game? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I watched it. I watch basketball every day. But that's the extent of it. Just watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watching it. Yeah, but playing it, no, I can't do it no more. My body. I like waking up with no pain. Nigga. Before we, how is that though? Because you know when you be playing like four games in five nights. Yeah. Like, what is the process to get up every? Cause it's just not just playing basketball. Like yeah. you are putting y'all body through mm. some shit. So if you having four games in five nights, how do you withstand that? Uh, just stretching, foam rollers. Like when I was coming, I tell my daughter this all the time. When I was coming up, we didn't have foam rollers and stuff. We didn't have ice machines and ice tubs and all that kind of stuff. We had to just go out there and hoop. And you, you was hurt. You was hurt. And now they got so much technology to get them through games and things of that nature, cryotherapy, stuff like that, to help them last seasons in 20 years like LeBron. So it's the way easier to do it now, I feel like. But it's definitely a grind on your body and more mentally, I, I feel like. Mm. Mm. How did how did it feel when, when the Conor McGregor, Draymond Green shit happened and you was in the middle of it? <laughs> it was really stupid, honestly, because, number one, I never talked or had no interaction with uh, – with Connor about the jersey, yeah. I think he just did it just to throw a shot at uh, at Floyd or whatever. But it was nothing like it was nothing, <laughs> nothing planned on, on my end. And I definitely, I actually know the guy who made the jersey for him, which is crazy. I didn't know that until like after like two or three years later. Wow. The guy That's told wild. me he made the jersey. I was like, why did you make him the jersey? Yeah. <laughs> and he said it was to, to throw a shot at Floyd. I'm sure it was. That's I mean that's what they do. Play mind games, entertainment stuff like that. So wow. I didn't even think about you that got part. The dig for that one. No, I mean, I like Connor was digging for that one. That's <laughs> that, a, yeah, that's, that's a shot that normal people would not. I wouldn't pick up on. Yeah. Like I until here yes, just he now, it's right. like now it makes sense now. But like yeah. I would have never thought that. Okay, uh, does y'all got anything? No, nah, man, just we? you know, we appreciate you, man. We, 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 I appreciate you for coming here and validating what I said. Because <laughs> everybody made me be out to be the bad guy, so I appreciate you validating I th- what I you don't, said. I think there was there wasn't a, a wrong answer. I'm just saying that, in my opinion, Marcus got to the lead and fi- league and fizzled out mm-hmm. pretty fast. And I don't know if that was because of uh, his attitude or his placement. Like you mentioned, that was a legendary draft. Yes. If you weren't a superstar – you looked at it as a failure, in my opinion, mm. because of the type of talent that the bar was, was that, set so high. Yeah, that went lottery. So while he was talented, he wasn't a superstar, and that dropped his stock a lot, I in th- my opinion. I think he had a, he had a, my personal opinion, and this is my personal opinion. It wasn't necessarily. It wasn't. He didn't. It's not that he didn't have the talent to play a lot longer. It was, to me, it was his who he is as a his mentality as a person. The business. The, it wasn't the. Ta- it wasn't his basketball talent. It was basketball business that kind of. Well, I'm a fan of longevity, so. I feel it. I feel. It. I'm not. I'm not. Just for me. And then where he went, like, he was set up for failure. 
What do you mean? The teams that he went to, he was set up for failure. They were great. Not necessarily. Give me a team that he went to that wasn't great, except the Miami team wasn't great that he was on. And he was it was Miami and what, he had, Minnesota. He played. It was Boston. He was in Boston Come before Rondo got there. He was Boston. It was Minnesota. Was a bad team. Phoenix was a good team. He went to a good Phoenix team, and then he went to Miami, and then he went to Toronto. You're a lottery. You're a journeyman in the lottery. You're a lottery pick, and you're a journeyman. It happens. It happens a, a lot. Not everybody who's a lottery pick is a superstar. In that draft, it's an issue. Not necessarily. Who, who in that draft went lottery that didn't have a great career? Chris Kamen. Troy. A lot of money. Troy Bell. <laughs> Troy Bell from Boston College was a lottery pick. Say what you want about Chris Kamen. He 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 stayed in his role. Right. Kobe made him a lot of money. Chris Bosh, whose name was mentioned earlier. Chris Bosh made a lot of Toronto money. Marcus made good money. It may it may not be superstar money. It may not be superstar money. But it was significant to me. I think. Hey man, as long as that, as long as long as that pen keep on, as long as that ink don't dry, yeah, go bingo. <laughs> my, give me the longevity. I feel it. I feel it. I mean, and to me, and to me, and to me, another. another how many are? How many incentives are in y'all contracts? Or it just depends on the player. Depends on the player, yeah. Okay. To, and to, and to me, another part of the argument for me, we talk about the standard is, I've heard Marcus's name. Basketball wise, several times from his peers, you hear you hear you hear Iron Iverson say the toughest defender I ever faced was Marcus Banks. You, I, I, I was watching the interview when I when Gilbert Arenas was like the toughest defender I ever faced was Marcus Banks. Two niggas that got buckets, legendary bucket getters. I'm listening. Uh, from my understanding, I didn't see it, but I, I heard I heard Stephon Marbury say another nigga who got buckets. So you talk about legendary basketball players who mentioned this man as a defender several times. So that's part of it. when you have that conversation. To me, that's part of it. Like when you talk about the standard, like this nigga name as a, as a basketball player, nothing yeah. else. His name still lives on as a basketball player. He just came up on the Up and Smoke on the Up and Smoke uh, podcast not too long ago. I, the, the the thing I saw about Danny Age saying uh, we didn't think Marcus was going to be available. Like he was so he was so highly regarded. That was recent. That was two thousand. That was twenty twenty one. So his as far as basketball goes, his name is his name so, is still. So relevant. he's a he's a he's an amazing uh, afterthought. I'm t- the reality is for, he, for, so for the, some, re, re, the reality is he's he he he's being spoke on because of his talent, but he burned out faster than. So it, it it depends it, like. it depends on your criteria. As a lottery it, pick. It depends on what your criteria is because first of all you keep saying lottery pick. I, we've seen lottery picks burn out <laughs> a lot faster than seven years. I'm, I, I I wholeheartedly agree. The problem is you said there are only three legendary draft legendary drafts. Yes. Marcus Banks was a lottery pick in one of those. Legendary drafts. Yes. So we're not holding him to in the same space as these other drafts. Okay. He was in a draft in a legendary draft and burned out. In tw- but in, in 2021, his name is still being spoken about in a basketball. That's case. his talent. I'm not taking away. We, we're not. I'm not. So, what are, ta- so what are you talking about then? So if, if you're having a conversation, 
If I stop playing, if I stop playing basketball, he's a talented nigga that fizzled out. If I happens, I stop playing basketball. In, I stop playing NBA basketball in 2010. In 20, 11 years later, my name is still being spoken about in a basketball sense. What do you, as a player, what That's do you credit want? Credit to him. As a player, what do you want? Other, want other than maybe rings and maybe a bunch of money, what else do you want? I want the longevity. So if you if, if you play, so if you say let's say you play 15 years, but niggas don't know who the fuck you is. I'm okay with that as long as that as long as that fucking pinky. Now 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 what now what if in my seven years I made as much as you made in your 15 because you was playing for the NBA fucking minimum. It depends. And and at the end of the day, my name still means something in basketball. Depends on your lifestyle. I, so you you making it about the money situation? So you making I'm, it about money? So it, and I, I'm not trying. I'm not count. I don't want to count CJ's pockets. I don't even want. I'm not even gonna put him in this conversation. If you're just talking about Marcus, if I'm if if I'm a if I'm a if I'm a frugal if I'm a frugal nigga, I went undrafted. I played overseas. I came, had a longer career than you, and I made the same amount of money as you. Okay, so that, that takes mo- that at that point that takes money out of the equation. Then, right? We both made the same money, regardless of how we got there. We made the same money. Okay, so money's out of the conversation. What's the next part of the conversation? What's the next part of the conversation? What's the next part? What's the next part of the conversation? If we talking about the standard, we're taking money off the table because we both made. Uh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna I, assume I, we both made the same it, amount it depends, of money. It depends on your lifestyle. I mean, we not. It's not a. It's not. You a keep, but you're going back. You going back. Right you going back. You going back to money wrong. though. I'm but saying, I said my preference is longevity. Okay. There's no right or wrong no, answer. There's no right or wrong My answer. My preference is longevity. I don't want to go. I, I go lottery and then, because there's a there's an argument that there's an argument that Marcus can be looked at as a bus. How though? How you how you're, you're busted when eleven years after I stopped playing basketball, my name is still being spoken about in basketball. But niggas still talk about my new bowl too. See, stop it, stop. So, so if you talk, if you ta- if you taking money off the table and you say longevity is a thing to me, okay. If you play fifteen years, but nobody speaks about you about basketball outside of your personal circle, but niggas who are legends still bring my name up, even though I only played seven years. Did you do like what did your what did your longevity mean? Some, I mean, sometimes it de- it depends though. Sometimes it could be an all situation, like you saying Doc Rivers and everybody brought him up, but we I don't know the con I don't I don't know the context. I mean. Allen Iverson, they asked niggas on Twitter asked Allen Iverson who was the best defender he ever faced, and he said Marcus. Okay, Banks. that's a compliment, but that doesn't tell a whole story. Niggas asked Gilbert Arenas who was the toughest defender you ever faced. He said Marcus Banks. All right. Niggas doing the Up and Smoke podcast. Niggas. We asked him. He we asked him the the toughest defenders. He didn't give us no A list names. Okay, Tony Allen is A list. Oh my! Tony, Tony Allen's not a list, or am I tripping? When you say Tony Allen, niggas know exactly who you're talking about, don't they? This yeah. is the same nigga Kobe that's said. With, this is the same nigga that's Kobe not, said with the toughest defender in the face. That doesn't mean a list, bro. Come on, man. Why he ain't? Niggas don't know who Tony Allen is. Come on, fam. he just told you it's. He just told told you it's maybe two or three superstars in the league, and then you're gonna say Tony Allen is a list. I didn't say Tony. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the what's the conversation? Like what are you saying? Jesus Tony, Christ! And, he's, and what he does, Tony Allen is a list. When you talk about the toughest niggas to defend, Tony Allen is fucking a list. I got you. Or am I mistaken? 
for saying that? For that, he, he, he he's is fucking a, angry. So what are we talking about? As a defender, yes. Your as arm as so, a defender. Your arm so stretched out. <laughs> as, <laughs> as, as a defender, Tony Allen is A-list. Like, nigga, this is what I came in the league to do. Monstars can't hold you back, baby. I'm just saying. Well, so what's, what's the conversation? you say saying 15 years, you rather the longevity. But in 15 not, years, I, if you see, didn't accomplish anything, the, 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 what's the, the purpose? The point is, Ivan, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing your position. If longevity goes and then. My, because we were talking, the, the conversation started. The standard of basketball. My my criteria was, this person went lottery picked a legendary draft, and his name still his name is still being spoken about in basketball. We're not talking about the money, yeah. right? We're not talking about the money. CJ CJ is Neo, Marcus Banks is Mark Morrison. <laughs> 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 yeah, something wrong with you. Something, something wrong with you, man. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Come on. Ooh, yeah. Something wrong with you, man. That's 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 me. That's how I'm looking at it. If my if my if if we're having a conversation about basketball, my name in the in in the at the highest level, yeah, niggas still speak about it. Yeah, All right, man. You said you, you brought up Yeah, what you what you would want, as a father if your if you if your son had NBA, so you, so Marcus Banks would be looked at as fast money. The, you want your kid to be the the, the best failure? Uh, how's he a failure? He played seven I'm years. Not, I'm not, I'm not how long how long do, how long do it take for you to get the vet check every year? How long do you got to play in the league? Mm, I think you, you're available for your pension after three years. Not to get it at three years, but you can just get you're available for it at fifty whatever the age is. So presumably <clears throat> for the rest of Marcus's life, he's going to get an NBA pension, right? Yeah, no, every not, yeah yeah. What I'm saying, we talking <laughs> about we're not we because because we're, we're, we're you're, about, what I'm I, saying is you're talking about your kid, and you're more so speaking on the image of getting there and being a lottery person. I'm saying if I'm, being the best failure, like you're the Jesus Christ, the this sounds guy. terrible. So listen, okay, then listen up. <laughs> You're the lottery pick in a legendary draft, and we are still talking about the LeBrons and everybody else that was in your draft class, and none of the kids was bringing you up. So it's like the nigga on Guess Who that don't nobody know the name of. Right. Like, you, I think he's you, always going to be known in the basketball I'm world. Saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's a failure. I'm not saying he's a failure at life. But you speaking on image. When we're talking about image, the image in that draft class, they're not even speaking on that nigga. At all. Right. As it pertains to that draft class, you're absolutely correct. Right? As it pertains to that draft class. No, I want my I want my son if I'm if I'm I don't want them to remember you. If I if I want my if if my son's if my son has NBA has legit NBA talent, I want my son to be a lottery pick as opposed to saying I went overseas and and damn near gave up on basketball two or three times. My dad my parents had to talk me back into it. As somebody who Am I am I am I wrong for looking at it like saying I would I get you. Okay, I'm you want your, you have kids. Now, now you, I have a better story, though. You have a better story, okay? But like, is that is that memorable? Is, I want my kids to be memorable. How so? That's more memorable. I have a better story. I can, I, I I came back, so I have a better story when it comes to later on. If I want to make a movie or something, this is this is a hell of a story. Like I, I got a comeback story too. Absolutely. It's like it's like talking about Jordan being like he didn't make the team in the tenth grade or he didn't make he didn't make the high school team and he came back and be the best player in the world. I have a better story than you too. Okay. 
I don't. I just. I'm. I'm sitting here. I'm. I'm letting you. I, I mean, I don't know what color your cape is right now, but <laughs> what I'm saying is, I mean, no one's arguing your preference. Okay. <laughs> I, so I don't know what's going. I'm, what's I, don't, point? I don't know what's happening right now. There you go. Uh, we've let you, the point we've let you argue. We've let you argue y'all with you, yourself. Y'all asking me what? Y'all asking me what the what, what what I would want my kid to do? If I if I if I have a from the father of an NBA talented kid, I want my kid to be an NBA lottery pick. Bro, you've argued with yourself for twenty whole minutes. I'm not arguing. My y'all asking me. We, we, we said it ain't no right or wrong answer. So I'm just saying. No, cause y'all, y'all, y'all trying to, y'all trying to shit on that man. A, I was, I was being a, I was being an asshole. I was being an asshole about it. So you, it was just, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yo, you got, I don't know what color your cape is right now. So I don't got I'm no just, cape. I got no cape on. Soon as I, soon as I would say something, you, if my son, if I'm, a, that's the truth. Follow, that's the truth, though. That's my, that's my truth. I don't know what y'all want me to do. Nigga turned into Umar Johnson. This <laughs> my son. <laughs> That's the truth. Like, I don't know what y'all want me to do. I'm sure. There you go. Y'all still. Because I'm. Goddamn right. Because I'm my son. Shoot for the stars, baby. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, man. Man, shout out to. I, I just. You got your son out there. It's still the car. <laughs> yeah, so but hey man, shout shout out shout out to um uh shout out to everybody in the city, man, doing something, man. Shout out to Marcus, shout out to CJ, man. Um I'm thankful, man. I, I really appreciate you for this opportunity, man. Um We just all about having a conversation. Yeah. And so I, I I'm glad that um you uh you came in, in politics with us a little bit, man. Yes, I sir. Uh, we'll talk about. It. I've been this offline, but y'all got y'all got anything? Uh, that was it. No, I mean you gotta put it out there, man. Tell tell people about the the the, the vending machines. Oh, that shit was machines. fucking genius. Uh, yeah. So it was just an idea I had. Uh, I started eating like I'm not full vegan, but I tried to eat mm. ve- eat vegan and eat uh no meat for like the last two or three years of my playing career so and, and I definitely felt a big change uh had more energy more stamina uh i just wanted to do something to give people healthier options i feel like the food that we're eating is is uh is killing us it's, it's uh giving us cancer it's uh making us obese and uh, i think that's a great way to just help people and give them healthy options so that's Absolutely. why me and my wife uh, just started a healthy vending machine business that's dope mm-hmm. like what kind of what kind of options are in the, in the vending machine? uh you got like uh kale chips you got uh not the Cheetos. You have healthier, healthier style of chips like the kettle, kettle the veggie, one chips, the veggie, the veggie, veggie straws. Yeah, yeah. You don't like those? <laughs> no, them, them decent low key. Them decent low key. The ranch ones be fire. <laughs> them decent low key. When my kids don't be paying attention. Nah. <laughs> yeah, we got like uh, some popcorn al- uh, alternatives in there. Uh, water, you know, uh, vitamin water, things of that nature. So uh, healthy coffee. So just try to give people healthier options. It ain't gonna. Uh, be nothing like vegan or super super healthy, but you know, yeah, something to give her be- better options. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's All dope. right, uh, fellas, where can they find y'all at, man? You remember this man? He came in red with my son at school. Yeah, yeah, man, I blessed his life right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, he did. Very good. He might be a first rounder. Hey, man, I'm <laughs> so man. 
Lottery pick. Lottery pick, baby. <laughs> Lottery pick. <laughs> Y'all catch me on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Hey, son, you, you, you go overseas. I ain't mad at you, baby. <laughs> hey, man, get it how you get it. I just want you to be happy. That's with it, man. Regardless, man. But however that looks to him, yeah. be happy. He just, said, just with Mons, man, I, I just don't want Mons to be. Because he's, he's super fucking talented. He's super talented. And that's just not me. Uh, as his dad. Yeah, yeah. I think when he, uh, when his game matures, he'll probably be pretty unstoppable. Yeah. He might have the quickest first step in mm-hmm. the city. Uh, mm. But he's a freshman. You mm-hmm. know, as his team, as his game matures, he he gonna be all right. Uh, I just I just hope uh, the game doesn't leave him jaded. It happens a lot. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot. That's my only thing. Man. I just wanted to go out there and go out there and have fun, man. You start, you know, uh, unfortunately. Uh, you know, you have uh, similar to artist development. I think a lot of these coaches and clubs are not in the development business. Mm-hmm. I think they all want players that are already already made. Uh, the social media aspect is disgusting to me. Uh, I'm really not into the highlight videos. Mm-hmm. I rarely see videos of uh, these players uh, working out or doing something right. fundamentally sound. Um, and just the the politics in general is just it's just disgusting. It's disgusting. And uh I really feel for these kids who don't have a plan B one. And I I feel for the kids that are gonna be left behind because of who they are. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily because of their skill level, but you know, you got a lot of parents joining clubs and shit. So they kids can it's just it's disgusting. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. So uh that's my only thing, man. I just hope, you know, kids coming in and uh shit is like the army now, like goddamn every year it's more and more kids. So uh I just hope it doesn't leave him jaded and you know, like like brother CJ say, man, just you know, give it all you got. Keep that's working. Yeah. And, and for you niggas out here coaching these kids so you can fuck on their mamas, you niggas are disgusting. Oh my mm. god. Mm. I'm glad I don't got a son to deal with that. The boy, the boy's side is too rough. <laughs> you, niggas yeah, are uh, you niggas are disgusting. And, and and you niggas that's only getting so y'all can have these parents pay for these trips y'all want to go on. Right. You niggas are disgusting. Homie, homie, uh, uncoordinated and knock knee, getting <laughs> all the playing time. You know why? Yeah, because his mama got a fat ass. And she wear she wear Amazon leggings every day. <laughs> you know what that is? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Just Call Me Spence. You can find me. Uh, well, you can follow find the podcast pages on Twitter at Views from the Seven on Instagram at Views from the Underscore Seven. And uh, you said you've seen us on Facebook, so I can't trash it this week. <laughs> uh, views from the Seven. Uh, CJ, where can they find you, brother? Uh, Quiet Storm Underscore Thirty Two on Instagram and Twitter, and Facebook under CJ Watson. I okay, think. fellas. Twitter, Young Al Bundy, Y U N G underscore Al underscore Bundy. Instagram, Uh, YouTube, Code 7, YouTube, View 7 Network. All right, man. Uh, Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. All right, man. We up out of here. Peace. Peace.